It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the second half of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. We've just been yakking away without hitting the record button, so we thought we'd better actually, you know, capture some of our high-quality gear, boys. So um, we're here back with the crew. It's been an eventful day, week, couple of days, and um, I actually wanted to start out by uh, giving a shout-out to my my man Kev at the, uh, the Big Red Shed, who uh, sent me a, a message, <laughs> an e- a work email today telling me he liked my take on the New South Wales State of Origin team. So <laughs> shout-out to Kev from the Big Red Shed, if you're listening. Thanks for uh, thanks for following along. So it's nice. I've had another, had a couple of people now. Had uh, Josh the Trade Link rep, rep send me an email and uh, accosted by Phil up at Noosa. Was when you hanging um, out up there. So when you sent that through, I thought it was like an old player, like a nineties kind of battler, um, <laughs> former NRL player that had just like nah. <laughs> taken up as a trade. Nah. No, Kevy. He's although I had a look, and he's never commented on anything in the Facebook group, but he's been a member in there for a while. So long time listener. He's, he's one of the uh, the the quiet Australians. <laughs> so, Good, man. Good man. Good um, man. Boys, obviously, a couple of other things happening. I've seen some uh, Bucks party related questions come through on the questions thread. Obviously, uh, Ryan and I are going to be uh, embarking on a journey to see how much we can destroy our liver this weekend. And, um, and Rob, you've been uh, sitting over in New Zealand getting drenched. How was, the, how was the experience on Friday night doubling down, getting soaked, and then losing? Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. It was, yeah, this is the story I was about to tell before. So where we sit which is in the East Stand is not undercover. So... Often it's really nice. We're really close to the action, um, but it was one of those ones where I just wish I was up in the stands, up with um, Dezza from you know Ashby Cafe. I saw him before the game. He was going to his seats under the under the um, cover. <laughs> um, but basically, the only time the only time it wasn't raining was when I was walking from my car and then sat down, and then it just rained for two hours straight. <laughs> oh, that's so good, eh? <laughs> and, and then perfect. And then leave, you know, yeah. start to walk to the car, stops raining. Just uh, yeah, oh. gift from the heavens. And then and then the Warriors just put out just just nothing, eh? Just one of those games. It yeah. just felt like twenty twenty two all over again where we just didn't offer anything and it was it didn't it didn't suit Sean or, you know, the Warriors nah. kind of football. So the I, boys I, have been playing a lot of side to side sort of stretch the ball stuff and it really didn't suit him, so yeah, yeah, Whippy, Whippy was yeah had a go, and he he didn't really rate how we played. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can turn it around against the Eels with no Origin guys, um, including King Gutho. Yeah, but they do get um, Paul Junior Paulo back, which is interesting. Yeah. But we'll, I suppose we'll 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 get there when we get there. <laughs> um, obviously, we'll we'll tackle that. Um, what was I going to say? I rem- it actually reminds me of I, I don't know. Did you guys go to the Queen? Like concert when they were here with Adam Lambert instead of obviously no Freddie Mercury. Uh, no, I did not. No, I, I went to Queen, and so the the long version of it is my lovely, beautiful, darling wife, wife Tiffany, uh, one of her family members, pulled out of Queen late and couldn't go, so we bought the tickets off them. And I was really excited actually because they were like really good tickets. I don't know if you know if you've ever been to Suncorp. 
like the bad tickets are dry and the good tickets are wet if it rains, yeah. but like they're obviously much better. And yeah, same, like we paid like almost double what Tiff's mum paid who was sitting like six rows behind us. And um, yeah, sure enough, starts raining. We're literally two rows into the rain. They're sitting like six rows behind us, bone dry. I've got a uh, like a plastic uh, raincoat thing that they give you. Um, and I went to pull the hood up and the hood like split away from the jacket part. <laughs> so I just had this like gap between my hood and my back of my jacket and the rain was just going straight down the back. And I'm like sitting there with my four like beers like not wanting to get up because I was like right in the middle of the row, soaking wet, trying to like cover up the beers and drink under this hood and I've got water going down my back and I was just like turning around looking at the people that paid half the money for the seats to be like dry and I was just like I was swearing so much actually. It was that that was the worst <laughs> train ride home to Kabulcha I've ever had in my life. And that includes the one that I vomited on after our wet Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bottom two. Yeah, because it was. Well, I had like I had like two jackets on, so I was sweet up top, mm. but like my pants were just soaked all the oh, way yeah. through. Like all the way through. There's nothing I could yeah. do. It's just not a good experience from start to finish. <laughs> like sitting there stuff. in the rain watching your team lose, and particularly like over in Auckland where it's God knows how cold it is as well. Like you know, at least in in Queensland, it's like relatively warm and wet. Like mm, it's not that hot cold. Rain. Yeah. yeah, I was just, and it's funny because I saw Sean come out and he was smiling and I was like, what sort of sadistic bloke is happy in this scenario? <laughs> well, it was quite cool because they like cut the lights off and then yeah, you know, was... they pulled the lights on and um, it was cool because, I mean, 22,000 people still came in the pouring rain, which just yeah. goes to how That's well huge. playing this year. Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. massive. Yeah. And, and then it's yeah. such a disappointment what they dished up as well, a result of all the yeah, support but... that the fans showed, but... Oh, well, mate, it's a new no week this week. Podcast, unfortunately. Yeah, at, at least you're not a Tigers, Bulldogs, or Dragons fan, put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And then, yeah, Ryan, obviously we've got an exciting weekend upcoming, so we'll be uh, yeah. you know, in, enjoying my, my birthday, which is on Thursday, watching the Sharks give the Tigers the business at the, uh, at the pub and then watching the Aussies rip, rip, through the uh, the English again, which is going to be a great great start to the weekend. Yeah, hopefully run out all uh, twenty wickets. That'd be great. Alex Carey. <laughs> oh mate, Alex some Carey. controversy there. Some big controversy there. I don't have a problem <laughs> with it. Hey? I don't I've got no problem with it whatsoever. Ryan, I reckon you seem like somebody that would have a problem with it. No, no, mate, I'm uh, completely uh, in favour of it. Just just because yeah. like. He, uh, he took the ball and then threw it in one motion. Like, there was no hesitation. Yeah. And Bairstow was still in his crease when he threw it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. reels up. Um, that's, that uh, and Bairstow did it two days earlier. Just yeah. missed yeah. the stumps completely. It's just you can't call on the spirit of the game <laughs> nonsense when you're oh, not Lily, Lily White. Like Particularly I heard, um, when you're banging on about Baz Ball as well. Like, oh. you know, you, you don't under- – yeah, this is not the spirit of the game, mate. You can't declare on day one and call yourself a purist of test cricket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's Although, nothing worse yeah. than the English, like when they're in the full stop. Mood. Just full yeah, stop. Full yeah. stop. But like, especially when they're <laughs> just wondering about n- nonsense. Like, they're, they're, are you telling me they wouldn't do the exact same thing if the shoe? Oh, was they would. Hundred percent. Yeah. They tried. They tried. Yeah. 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 Exactly well, the, right. the only problem is, yeah, Besto's not as good a keeper as Kerry. It's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually a that's actually a really good segue, Rob. Speaking of teams that aren't as good as other teams, people that have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. 
Well, and yeah. um and you know and uh, people that don't understand things, uh, the uh, the state of origin teams have dropped since we had our Sunday podcast. Uh, the Queensland team's pretty, you know, straight up and down. Reese Walsh is out. Brimson's in. Uh, Tom Flegler's out. Corey Horsburgh's in. Obviously, no complaints there. Uh, I mean, there was a discussion that was had about Tom Dearden coming in and pushing Munster to fullback, but, you know, I'm fine with what they've done. Um, I, to be honest, would love to see Dearden get some more experience in the halves because and he's the heir apparent to Chevy Evan, Cherry Evans, but, you know, I'll, I'm fine with it. Uh, but obviously the Blues team is is far more interesting. Um, and, you know, getting the easy one out of the way, boys, in a word, do you have a problem with the Brad ben, Bradman best selection, Ryan? Do I have a problem with it? Um, yeah. Well, no, I, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't think it's a good selection, but I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, don't you know that, you know, Beating up on the Bulldogs is a is a, a sure telltale sign that someone's back in form. <laughs> we've seen it from Tedesco, and we've it's seen just, it from Bradman Best now. That's the criteria for selection. Sample, and Jacob Saifidi. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. I probably don't have an issue. At least he's an actual centre. Um, who dropped? Who got dropped? Who was playing that centre? Oh, Chaboy. It was Turbo. Yeah, Damien Cook. Damien Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Got, the problem um, is a center at nine, and then a, yeah, their bench is just a nightmare as well. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of bad options there. The thing that really sort of just made me go like, huh, was like when Brandy Alexander said like Will Panasini wasn't even in consideration for selection, where he's uh, obviously been awesome this year. Like, like it's okay to say we just prefer Bradman best, but like that to me says like, okay, you're obviously not looking at some areas um zach like i mean zach lomax has been pretty good in a bad team um and obviously you got the likes of uh tony staggs and and these type of guys but i mean i'm fine like of all the changes they made like bradman best is fine like i actually think Mm. he's got a high a really high ceiling in terms of what he can do as a center so like i'm i'm fine with it i've got a lot more problem with um I, I'm not inspired by Gutherson on the bench, even though I understand why they picked uh, someone it's on the ridiculous. bench. It's so reactive. It's so reactive it to is. the last game. I hate it so much. I think if you're going to pick a uh, outside back like Gutherson, just do that. But it doesn't. Then I think Gutherson can just cover Hooker, right? And then you don't need Cook and Robson, unless Robson's going to be no. playing in the middle. But don't you just pick Matt Which Burton also dumb. or, or yeah, somebody exactly. like that if you're going to exactly. do that? Because like, at least Burton can play in the halves and in the back line, and he's good in the back line. Like I'm you sure push... could play, Guth could play in the halves, like push come to shove as well. Oh, he can but play in just... the halves, and he can play one, but he got torched at centre. That was the problem. He did get torched. When was that? 2020. One, yeah. I think. No, 2020. No, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I mean, yeah, there's there's a few guys there questionable. I think that in the ideal scenario, that position is taken up by Angus Crichton. He can play yeah. in the centres and he can play in the back row. That's that that position is what that that sh- that position should be. If only they had a Capewell or yeah. something. That's what they yeah. need. They need yeah. someone like that. The closest thing they've got is Talakai, and he's really not that. He just can't be. Yeah, particularly like after the debacle a couple of years ago, it's so mm. like you can't they can't go back to that well, but they probably should. Another but, annoying anyway. thing about it was Brandy talking about like why they didn't pick Heinz. It's just like just say that he you know he didn't 
he didn't you, you prefer Cody Walker and you prefer Mitchell Moses, but he's out like saying, Oh, you know, rep footy's hard. Um it's it's really tough. You've got to um you, you've got to be prepared to play any position. It's like he got ten minutes like out of position yeah. and he got he got yeah. burnt and he was like so sorry, you know, he was just like I let the whole state down. And now he's yeah. not going to get picked again under Freddie's reign. And, and it ridiculous. was very, cl- and it was very clear that the only reason that he was on the field was because Turbo got injured. There was no plan to get him on the field outside of that, which is just yeah. sheer and yeah. absolute stupidity at its, it's finest. Just negligence, malpractice. Yeah. Um, it's coaching malpractice. Yeah, but they do. They need that position. That that Gutherson position needs to be like somebody who can play in the outside backs or the forward pack. Like even like Dylan Walker or some. You and Aiken, someone like that. I don't care Dylan who Walker it is. Would be great. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? The middle, best thing about Dylan play. Walker is he can also play hooker if you need him to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I Just, do. I I did like Isaiah Yo to the bench and Cameron Murray at lock. I actually yeah. did like that. Yeah. Agree. And and Trebojevic coming back is good as well because he's yeah he's good. he's a good Origin guy. But yeah. Yeah, like if, your, if your solution is to run a similar type of bench to Ricky Stewart, then, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're going the wrong way. Yeah. Well, unless – do you think Reese Robson, and Cook are going to be on at the same time? It just doesn't yeah, feel like a way absolutely. of winning. Yeah. No, Robson's I don't think they will. 100%. I don't think they will. I, I don't think they will. If uh, if this was Queensland, absolutely they would. But this is Freddie. Like, yeah. <laughs> after, okay. like, seeing him, like, not deploy Nico Hines in any way other than just an injury replacement, do you have any faith mm. to, in, in them? No, him I don't. At the same time? No, I don't. And, and the big thing is Gerbo is probably going to play, like, 65, 70 minutes. Murray and Yo are probably going to play 65, 70 minutes. They're going to play Campbell Gillard for like 55. Both edges play 80 and Saifidi will play like 30 minutes. That'll, that'll be it. And, you know, pending injuries or them, or Freddie actually working out how to use his bench, which I'm, once again, I'm, I'm actually kind of okay with. And can I squeeze out a, a controversial take here? Go on. I actually, you, <laughs> I actually apl- applaud them for not selecting Junior Paolo. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do anything to deserve... I actually don't, I don't do not rate John Junior Paolo at all, and I have no like he has no business playing more than twenty five minutes in Origin. Yeah, I think I've got him on the. Is he good or does he play for a good team? Although Eels aren't necessarily a good team, but like last year they were a good team, you know, and he yeah. was the kind of the benefactor of that. And mm. uh, yeah, kind of like Luai as well. Like, is Luai yeah. good or does he just play for the Panthers? Like, yeah, it, I think Paolo is like Tavita Pangai with less of a temper, and yeah. like where he doesn't get the like Cody Walker red miss games where he just like completely forgets about the fact that he's playing a game of football and just goes out trying to hit blokes. Like Pangai does that. Paolo doesn't do that, but like he's he's he he could be that, but like the 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 right balance of it, and I'd love to see. Like this, this team exactly what the Blues has selected, but you pick somebody who can play hooker and in the outside backs like Dylan Walker, and you play Paolo in the Pangai Udo Ekamano twenty minute prop role, and you just send him out there to absolutely skittle blokes for twenty minutes. That's 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 how I see his role in Origin, because you got Haas, Yo, Murray, you know these type of guys. That's your you know your Pat Carrigan. Ruben Cotter, these type that's that's your those guys, the Tinos of the world, because they can play high quality big minutes. I just like I don't think Paolo's that guy in origin mm. with the team that Queensland select. If Queensland picked a bunch of like 
you know, Nate Miles's and Shane Webkey's, it'd be fine. But that's not what we pick. We're like we're running around with like six edge back rowers, essentially. Like every, every single one of the Queensland middles could play eighty minutes if they had to. That's yeah, you know, that's a good that, way to and, make and, a, make an origin team, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. So yeah, no, that's it. That's my uh, origin chat and my my hot take for the night. So yeah. lovely. Any any more non fantasy related stuff before we get into what people actually tune into the podcast for? Yeah, you think, oh, think people are just going to be skipping this relentlessly? Like, <laughs> it's the fantasy chat. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> Enough about robbing the rain. Give me the fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I've got a mate that, like, self-professed said to me, like, I you remember that podcast where we absolutely teed off about Origin? I can't remember when it was. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe probably. Game one. Yep. Every um, single one. Like, yep, okay. Yeah, he's just like, I just skipped. I just skipped, skip, 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 skip. <laughs> Is that Seifs? Is that Seifs? It's not Seifs. Uh, who is Seifs? It's not my mate. Seifs is the guy. I'm going to just bring up Seifs right now. So Seifs, <laughs> you might remember Seifs. He was the uh, person a couple of, of weeks week. ago. Last week. Yeah. He, uh, so, yeah, he put up a question to us, um, basically like, hey, guys, I, uh, I'm i not a fan of the podcast at all, but I need some help this week and proceeded to ask us a question and we sort of laughed about it. But he's come back complaining about the advice that we gave him, but then asking more questions. So uh, <laughs> sh- shout out to Seifs and we'll see you in 45 minutes, brother, for the answer to your question. Um, <laughs> moving along to the actual games here, the first game, which is going to be on Thursday night, the Mark Chester birthday special, the West Tigers up against the Cronulla Sharks. West Tigers make a bunch of irrelevant changes. Alex Twal is suspended. Kapoa is out on the wing. Tommy Talau is back. Brent Naden is out. Uh, Bateman's back on the edge with Pole at lock, which I'm assuming is a reaction to 12 being out. Sean Blue goes back to the bench and Astasi James comes in. I'm expecting in this game, uh, Bateman, first change will be uh, probably Pole off and Bloor on with Bateman going to the middle, uh, which I'm fine with. I actually like that for him so that he's not getting too gassed like uh, and taking it all out early like he gets a bit of a chance to work into the game under the edge and then he's not too gassed by the time he moves into the middle so I'm, I'm fine with that for John Bateman uh fantasy wise um obviously the Tigers are one of the teams here boys that is finished their buys now uh so we've got you know a lot of fantasy relevance here with Jareem Buller we got Stafford Toa who's you know an average you know qualifying as a keeper at center uh the two edge back rowers um and obviously one Jake Simpkin. Uh, so I guess maybe, uh, Rob, you can start us off. Pick a pick a play you want to talk about from the Tigers. Um, I think Bateman, You, I mean, you've touched on it already, but uh, one concern for me is that he might not get dual now, potentially. How many games did he play at lock? Three, two or three? I'm not sure. The, the other thing, just while we're, where we're there, before we, we progress on, the duels are actually after round 20. After round 20, yep, that's Between right. 20 and 2021, uh, 20 and 21, which is actually a massive inconvenience because I've, there's a lot of teams running around with Horsburgh, Hopgood, Harris, DeBellin uh, that are going to find them find themselves short of middle next week. Mm. And um, and you can't bring Bateman in this week and then get, the, get in the duel next week and, and shove him up there, so... It's a, a massive inconvenience, actually, but uh, you know, that's uh, just my complaining out of the way. Play on. 
No, that's it. That's good. But I think um I think what Mark said is is good and, and I think he long term he is gonna be the big minutes middle, like thirteen role. Um so I still think he's good by. His break even's relatively high, but I don't know. If you need an edge this week, he's probably number one candidate for me. Um can't really think mm. of anyone else. Well, there's a there's a discussion here to be had, Ryan, about Icy Paps versus Bateman versus Nicara. Uh and there's yeah, that's you it. know the three uh, edges who have finished their buys um, that are available this week. I mean, there's Jacob Preston as well, who you know you, Rob, you'll be dirty if we don't bring him up. But, I just bring um, him up every week as a potential sell, but then I hold yeah. him and he makes fifty tackles. So keep going, play on. Yeah, um, the qu- the question, and this is one of the dilemmas that I'm facing this week, boys, is I'm trying to angle towards optimizing my top 17 to 18 players for the run home. And I need to bring in somebody this week. And I'd love to bring in a dual edge mid or a mid, but like, I can't because I like, I think Adam's overpriced and tarp and Madison's playing in the edge. And the only other one that I really want is Tarpany and he's not playing next week, which is, I need like, I need some a middle next week. So I'm, I'm, I'm therefore looking at, the edges uh, being the best, better of the options. And I've already got Icy Pat, but I'm curious, Ryan, how would you rank Ice Pat, Bateman, and Nicara with an extra week or two of sample size? Uh, I mean, well, now, I guess this, this sort of goes back to the same conversation we were having, uh, what, eight weeks ago or something, when everyone was looking for an edge and these were the same three options everyone was throwing up. And at the time, I landed on Bateman, but he was cheaper than all of them and now he's the most expensive uh mm. and now nicker has ended up nicker at the time is the most expensive he's ended up as the cheapest um yeah. it is interesting because like nicker obviously has relied a lot on uh, attacking stats and tries playing outside nico hines that helps um coming up against the tigers this week you'd have to think he's a decent chance at picking up a few more tries so mm. uh, i just think at the price i'd if I had none, I'd probably opt for one of Bateman, or, sorry, one of Papali'i or Nicara. Um, but all things equal, I think Bateman is the number one option. Could I could I bring up, and, I'm, and the reason why I bring this up is because I felt the exact same way I thought Bateman, I Pappy, Nicara was my order that I had him in. And I was the same. I, I like So I'm, I'm currently writing an article uh, highlighting, you know, target players for the final third of the season being that we're now in the final third of the season. So uh, assuming that I work diligently, that will be out before uh, we get on the piss on Thursday. Um, But um, uh, I was looking at Nicara because I'm like, I've been firmly anti Nicara. I've I've, an interesting stat. I don't know if you would believe this is uh, last year, uh, I should say this year, uh, Nicara has a season low running meters of 69 running meters, which is obviously the nicest number. But he ran less meters than that in 38% of his games last year. Would you believe that? Yeah, well, I just pulled up his, uh, his 2022 stats. He had 39 meters in round one last year. Yeah, so yeah, he was pretty consistently running for under 100 meters per game. Uh, and he also was making 35.5 tackles per game. So he averaged 80 metres. Uh, he's moved that up from 35.5 to 37.2 tackles and increased his running metres by an average of 25 metres per game. So that's a, you know, 
4.2, yeah, 4.2 point increase in, in his average. So it's actually more of his increase in averages come from base stat than has than what it has from attack, uh, which I was actually really surprised about. And that actually made me more confident to buy him this week. So I've got IPAP and I'm looking at Nicker and Bateman and I have wanted to go for Bateman because, I, I mean, you know, looking at him, uh, he uh, is averaging 55 points across his, you know, hybrid uh, lock edge games that he's played where he doesn't just stay out on the edge. Um, and that's even with having the two early showers where he got the 30. So in the other five games, he's averaging 63.6 in those 80 minute hybrid edge lock games, uh, which obviously puts him up in a, a pretty elite tier of scorer. So the question for me now is like, could that 48 K be used better or not given, you know, let's say you think Nicker is going to average, 53 to 55 and Bateman's going to average 57 to 62 roughly, you know, something like that. Uh, I, I just think the range of outcomes for Bateman is, is so much bigger and, you know, he seems to be carrying a knock of some description where Nicker is basically playing 80 minutes every single week without fail and, you know, seems to be rotation proof. Uh, any sort of thoughts around around that specifically? No, I, I, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's very interesting, um, and especially when they're all close together, I, I tend to lean towards the the cheapest option uh, when it, it's hard to split them. I, I tend to go for the cheapest option. Mm. So, yeah, that that also leans me towards Nicara. Although yeah. the better team as well is sometimes a nice mm. like um, you know tiebreaker because the Tigers are diabolical, right? Like, yeah. So we we don't know. Like, obviously, they they shouldn't and wouldn't drop. Papali Ian Bateman, but we don't know what their role is going to do. Whereas you're right, Nicker is a walk up 80 minutes. Um, and so is Teague Wilton for that matter. So have you looked at him, Matt? No, no I, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at some, <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking at somebody that's not a genuine keeper at this stage. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you, yeah. are you planning on getting for feeder later? Well, um, Cause this comes I, I suppose we well. need to talk about him. He's not playing. So, um, I've been having a look at Fafida. Obviously, in 2021, uh, he had a massively unsustainable try scoring rate and averaged almost 70 points per game in his 80 minute performances. Last year, he came back down to earth and and was averaging closer to it was like 59 instead of 69. Um, but he's obviously gone airborne again this year. Uh, he's averaging 65 percent try scoring rate and almost 70 points per game where he plays 80 minutes. Uh, which he has in all, but you know that's so. Sorry, that's actually including the sixty-minute game as well. So there's uh, there was one game where he got rested and only played the thirty minutes, but outside of that, his average is like sixty-nine point two or something like that. Um, and he has a low score of fifty-six points in eighty minutes this year, which is just absolutely massive. And that's the upside for Nicara. That's the concern. Mm. Is you know. When you're looking at this, the pro- the problem is if I don't if I don't do it this week, uh, I'm not. I like uh, there's potential to get Fafida, and like he's you know he's still at a, a chainable price. But the short answer is yes, I do want to get him at some point because it, like, it does feel like he's the best, um, posi- like in the position, and and Edge mm. has proven to be 
like Fafita and then a bunch of these kind of 50 to 57 kind of guys. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if anyone has like, you know, all of the best options like Fafita Papali'i Bateman or Fafita Nikura Bateman. Maybe they do um, and power mm. to them. But I think that's probably what you want final team wise is like a combination of three of the four, but you, I think you really want Fafita if you can afford him, because I don't know if he's going to be worth the price, but he, he's certainly going to be the best in a position that's been quite difficult. And I think that's worth Mm. something. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, if you look at it, like Fafita's averaging, like he's a hundred and like, I looking at it now, I don't think there's any way you could justify uh, Bateman instead of Fafita for like 80K, if that no. makes sense. Give it, no given way. how no much chance. more Fafita is going to average. But like you look at Nikara, he's so, he's 135K cheaper. You know, yeah, because that's, that's what I'm thinking for you. Like you, if you don't have, if you don't have Fafita and you want to get him, it makes so much sense to get Nikara, you know? Yeah. Try to bridge some of the cap, the cash gap. That's right. Um, and you hope that Fafita gets a, you know, reduced minutes next week or something like that. Um, but obviously after next week, he's going to, he's, you know, he is like number two on my like buy priority for the price list. So. Yeah. And I think that um, will be the same with Nathan Cleary as well. Like there'll be a position, a point where uh, you kind of just want him in your team. Like, I don't think he's going to, he'll lose a little bit right when he comes back, but at some point you're just going to want those scores in your, in your team. Um, yeah. So it's just, yeah. yeah. How do we make it work? How do we make it or save enough cash or trades or cash downs, whatever it is to make it work. Anyway, yeah. we digress. There's a, there's a lot of questions here because there's so many guys and there's a bunch of them that aren't playing this week. So we may as well just sort of say their names now. Cause we're going to talk about them next week. Daily cherry Evans at 714 K um, his last two seasons, he's averaged 63.5 and 59.3. Um, he's had a couple of low scores, which has dragged his scoring down, but he's arrested his break even. He's probably 150K underpriced. Um, he's a, just a massive, you know, high upside, high floor, high ceiling, priority buy at that price. And that's all like I'm looking now, like I can go, you know, Jareem Buller to Cherry Evans for 150K next week something like that, you know, and, and, and shift like runner, you know, Ola Kuatu is my 18th man is what I'm sort of looking at at the moment. But, you know, we've got a bunch of guys like you, Jake Simpkins and, and that of the world where like at some point we're going to cash these people out. Mm. And I'm, I'm now like at the point here this week, and I'm sure a lot of people are where they're going to make decisions about who they're going to buy. And there's a guy that I'm going to bring up later as to, you know, why I'm strongly considering him. Um, even though he's maybe a little bit shaky just purely for the fact that it frees up so much extra money to to potentially get more of these players in. You've got Harry Grant running around at 750K. Um, you know, you, you have a feeder at 850. He's probably 100K underpriced, if not more. Uh, Kalen Ponga just looks absolutely awesome. So, I mean, there's there's lots of options running around there, So um, which will all be – I'll discuss all of this in my article. So. Um, shout out to that, but that was a long conversation about that for the West Tigers. Um, <clears throat> I think it's important other- though because these are the people that we're looking for, and it's it's almost like you need to remember that 
fantasy still, exist. Will still exist next week you know correct so your, yeah. your your players that you're targeting don't you don't necessarily have to get them this week and this will go to the center debate which i'm sure we'll have later as well because yeah there are a lot of centers that play next week that are really good options like targo for example you know um yeah and yeah you don't have to get someone this week if you're looking for a guy that is going to be in your team for the rest of the year basically so yeah we'll get right. yeah yeah um the other guy we probably needed to have a chat about ryan i'll i'll bring you in here obviously simkin people have got him he's making money he's doing great stuff uh we want to see him make some more cash ideally land in the mid fours before appy comes back that would be great um and then maybe you know steal a couple of minutes yeah, well, that that would be the ideal um, part. Like, obviously, his break even still quite low. Uh, he's been he's already made what 119k on where he was a couple of weeks ago. So, mm. yeah, I think if you've got him, um, just keep riding him. I, I I don't know if I'd be buying him now though. I think sort of last week was yeah maybe the last week to get on. Uh, yeah, no, 100. percent I agree. Yeah, and um, Jareem Buller is the other one. He's um he's presenting a bit of a conundrum. For fantasy managers, I think for anyone who plays overall, uh, for, plays head to head. Sorry, he's almost a case to trade out this week. Uh, just being that he's going to potentially drop a, a, some cash if he has a bad score again. At fifteen was obviously a, a very low point in his otherwise you know stellar career so far. And Ryan, I mean, you know, for overall, I'm holding on to him this week and and looking at shifting him into my eighteenth man slot. Uh, depending on when I decide to pull the trigger on some of these guns. But, I mean, what's your um, take on Jareem Buller? Do you think he can sort of bounce back and, and remain a, a guy to have as an 18th man? Or do you think, you know, losing Appy and Brooks and the Tigers' woes and all that sort of stuff's going to create a problem for him? I've got to be honest. He's not one I'd considered trading this week um, until I looked at the break even. It, it, he's still been good. Like I know he was crap last week, but wing fullbacks have crap games occasionally. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily the end of the world. He's he's coming against Cronulla this week, which is an ideal. And he's got Newcastle and the Dragons. So I don't know if it's a completely panic stations. I don't think I am going to trade him this week. I could understand the temptation. Why? Um, but uh, like we've seen uh, from his scoring, like he is capable of hitting that break even. Like if he gets a try, if the Tigers just aren't completely as bad as they were last week, um, which might be a, a little bit optimistic. But yeah, uh, I don't think he's an urgent trade just yet. Rob, any thoughts? Yeah, I I think I am still loosely playing overall, so. It hadn't really entered my mind because I he's literally my only wing fullback this week. So um, I kind of need to play him. But I tend to agree with, I think if we can get through the Sharks game, I think Sharks are like a bit more of a leaky sieve on defense than people give them credit for. Um, oh, they're definitely, they're definitely not a defensive powerhouse. You no, know, like we watched a bit of that. What, who did they play last week? Dragons. Dragons. Dragons scored 18 on them. You know, and Dragons scored 18. Dragons are horrible. Like, Dragons will probably be the worst team. Um, and and Tyrell Sloan was the top scorer for the Dragons or one of the top scorers, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. 50 or something. Yeah. So I think there's there's attacking potential. I think Buller has been their best player this year, probably, like form-wise. Um, 
and he's got to be, you know, one of the, if, if Hopgood doesn't count for rookie of the year, it's got to be Buller, right? Like who else is there? So yeah, Jake I think I Oh yeah. Presto has been good. But again, like it's a, it's a bottom four team. Um, so yeah, I think I, I look, I get your point and I think he's, he's probably going to be your fourth best wing fullback if you keep him, which means that you probably don't want to keep him. But like if you traded him, who else are you getting? Well, nobody this week, but I guess the argument is, do you pull the trigger on him to a guy like Tedesco or someone like that? I mean, I know, well, obviously, we've, Teddy's we've had spoken, bad games as well. We've spoken right? at, at length about not trading guys that are on a buy, particularly not somebody who's got to play a game of origin said like football, but, you know, um, just someone in that yeah. bracket. I, I get it to Latrell um, when Latrell's back, but... Yeah, I almost would wait for that, for me. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but yeah. Yep, no, fair enough. All right, we've spent enough time on the Tigers. Moving across to the Sharks, uh, Ramian and Talakai, both there, both, you know, substandard center options. Uh, if you got them, hold them. If you don't have them, don't buy them. I guess it's probably the right way to attack it. Attack it. Nico Hines, number one captaincy op- option this week. No disagreements there, boys? Nope. Uh, they miss Fanukin and Hamlin Nuele this week. Uh, Toby Rudolph comes straight back into the starting team. McInnes will start. And Jesse Calhoun comes onto the bench. Uh, boring, boring, boring. Um, nobody of interest here outside of Nico Hines and Nicara for me. And um, Hazelton, anytime scorer, <laughs> is a filler. Free money. Now, moving along to the Dragons and the Raiders, what exactly has Tyrell Sloan done to be dropped? He wasn't dropped. He's injured. He's injured. Okay. Yeah, calf. I saw. Feels like everyone's got a calf injury this year. I f- it Even does feel like one. the calves. We should ask. Oh, poor, poor Gary. <laughs> oh, gas. He's just imitating his goat hero. Uh, yeah, so Paul Turner, he's going to play fullback. Obviously, don't go out of your way to buy him. Telltale Moon comes into the starting team for Ben Hunt, who's away for State of Origin. Ben, uh, not Ben, that might be a Freudian slip. Jack Bird is um, out again with his uh, bum knee and Ben Manacosilla is going to be named here. Uh, Dan Russell, whoever that is, that sounds like the widest bloke I've ever met. Um, what position do we bench. think Dan Russell is? Oh, he's a he'd have to be a middle or an edge. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a high Google result uh, question mark here. Yeah, lock second row. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he was a train on. He was a train and trial early in the year. He's ranger. He looks pretty good actually. He looks a bit like Dylan Napa. Oh, he's a PNG international. Yep, like Dylan nice. Napa. Lovely. Dylan Napa. Did he play or was it Cook Islands he played for? Yeah, Cook Islands. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cooks. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so it's really here. It's Jack DeBellin and, and maybe Baby Hands if you got him, but probably he's a couple of steps below the uh, the guns. And then Zach Lomax, if you need a keeper center, he's okay, but probably. Yeah, see, I think this goes to mm. the center debate. Like if you want a potential keeper center that plays this week, it's probably Lomax, right? But they've got another buy. Yeah, next Around 20 week. Next week. Yeah. So 
So uh, basically, there's no centers left, no good centers left that don't that have finished their buys. Can we say that confidently? Not right now. Yeah. Um, it's basically yeah, like all the guys that that could be sent that could be keepers, like you know Val Holmes. Like a lot of them aren't playing this week, or they are. Like Penasini, for example, has another buy. So, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough position. Yep, agreed. Moving across to the Raiders, mate. Ryan, your boy, Seb Chris. What's, hey. What's the go, mate? What's the go, mate? What? Okay, let's mean? let's. We need to put Seb Chris up against uh, the Val Meninga, and, and yeah. give, give us the pros and cons of going for a Seb Chris or a Val Meninga. Uh, for people look, for someone looking for a center this week, it might be because I'm looking for one of those two players. I think last week uh, Chris was a little bit more enticing just because there was a little bit more unknown around Val and if he was going to keep the spot. Obviously, Brenko's now in the extended squad, so it seems like it's Val's spot for now. But um, we all know Wayne loves to change his mind at any given moment. So, look, I think the equation's still the same as last week. Val was always the high upside um, but slightly riskier option. And Seb Chris is the crap, but you know he's going to have a job for the rest of the season um, option. So, yeah, I, I guess do you like to live dangerously? Then uh, Val is your man. I don't know if I do like to live dangerously. That's the... The issue that I'm having, I think, you know, my the the desire of me to live dangerously has been widely overstated. So, <laughs> I'm 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 still struggling with it a little bit. Um, the reason I was well, part of the reason why I'm looking at Seb Chris is he's like a, a fair bit cheaper, um, like seventy k. Yeah, which you know could be the difference between fitting David Vita into my team or not fitting David Vita in my, into my team. And realistically, I don't want either. I don't want either of those players ever touching my starting seventeen. But I feel a lot better if it was Val if I had to play one of them. Mm. So it's uh yeah, it's it's a hard decision to make. Uh, you f- I feel like a starting fullback for a team that's in fifth on the ladder should be better than what Seb Chris is for fantasy. <laughs> He really should. It's really like it's defying all logic of fantasy, like equating to real life football. It's almost a bit like Blake Taft though, right? Like sometimes people just are not fantasy relevant. They're, you know, thank goodness Chris has center coverage. Otherwise. But Seb Chris was fantasy relevant. He's dropped 200K this year. He was in in the 500s last year. Mm, He was Mm. good last year for sure, but he was good in the center, right? Yeah, yeah, he's correct. just not fullback. Base stats. But how well, is he? Apparently, there he is, mate. They're, they're in fifth. Uh, how well, is his, he the best his, fullback, though? His base this year has actually been quite good. Like uh, uh, This week against the Titans, he only ran for 77 metres, which is his season low by far. It's only the second time um, in his 80-minute games where he's, played, where he's run under 100 metres and the next worst was 99. Uh, he's averaging close to 170 metres per game. So, I mean, the base is there for him typically, which is makes it even more shocking. He's only averaging like in the high 20s. Yeah. Well, what, okay, so what's missing? What's missing from his stats? It's more, mostly attack for the most part. Like he's only averaging about just under three tackle busts a game. Oh, sorry, just under two tackle busts a game. No, yeah, sorry. Three tackle busts a game, one and a half missed tackles, basically no offloads. Like that's... And he's only got one, two try assists on the entire season. So, wow. yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's it. Chance. 
That's the chance. He's got one score above 50 this year. Crazy. Yeah. I think if you're worried about them ever having to be in your scoring 17, Val's the way to go. But I'm really considering living dangerously with my emergencies this week. That's where I'm – it almost is like living dangerously might be buying Seb Chris and a player that we haven't discussed yet that I'm gonna that I'm gonna bring up in the, uh, yeah. the last game. Or the we'll see. Last last week I ended up opting for Seb Chris because A was the cheapest option and B I've still got a decent amount of trades left. So like if I'm mm. if one of my centers is out, um, ideally I'd just trade them rather than having to play Seb Chris. It's really just a in case like they do a Philip Sammy in the warm up and. Like yeah. at least I'll get twenty points instead of nothing. Yeah, no, exactly right. Um, no, that's 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 true. That's a good point. Um, so yeah, so no, he's there. He's there. Tomoko's there. I, like I don't, I'm not, I don't, I just don't rate it. A like Tomoko as a decision. He's just uninspiring. He's like he had a big Jayden ninety meter try, didn't he? Yeah, and still only got forty two. Um, and that and that tries worth seventeen points. So without his mm. twenty five, you know, it's just. It's uh, you know, he's too much like Jaden Braley for me. He's vanilla ice cream. It's just it's, it doesn't inspire me at all. He's the anti Raider, in fact. Like you know, like the Raiders are just so like Rapana and Jack Whiten and Tarpany and Hudson Young and Corey Horsburgh, you know, and then just like he just he's so boring for somebody that shouldn't be. But anyway, um, speaking of Tarpany, he's a really interesting option if you don't care about round twenty and you got cover there. Um, but I suppose a lot of people are going to be having issues with mid next week. So just really keep that in mind because you're going to come unstuck if you get you know, overcapitalized. It's the same reason I'm not looking at Hudson Young in that group of, you know, Papa, Nicara, you know, type players because, you know, in a vacuum, Hudson Young might be the best option there if he didn't have a buy next week. Yeah, it's important to keep in mind. Yes, because it could be tough to fill if you, if you don't keep yeah. it in mind. Yeah, I'd 100% be getting Tarpany over Nikara if Tarpany didn't have a buy next week, 100%. So, very frustrating. Anyway, um, I don't know. I'm not really, yeah, excited about talking about the Raiders aside from Corey Horsburgh playing State of Origin, and we've sort of already covered that. So, any additional comments here on the Raiders or the Dragons? I think we, like, Tarpany's been good, but has kind of been the benefactor of um, injuries a little bit. Um, Solo got hurt last week um, Papali the week before And we did I, I was listening back to our Last week and we, we actually encouraged Some people to trade Tapani, you know um, So fair play if you held him Because he's been great But uh, I don't know I don't know, I probably wouldn't be buying him What What do you think about Arta Mariota As a cash out if you need one? You need somebody eligible in the forward pack this week instead of spending up on a knicker or something like that. You're not really inspired by Seb Chris or, um, you know, the guy we're going to talk about a bit later. You know, Who needs Mariota. a mid this week, though? Oh, you, you might need a mid slash edge. Like, I could put Hopgood at edge and play uh, and get Mar- Mariota instead of Nicara. Yep. But, yeah, just just if, if he's he's there, he's, he's in suppose, and around, though. Yeah, I suppose someone's going to play the minutes. A solo bet. Next week? Next what did he do? Week. HIA. I think, yeah, HIA. Yep. Yeah. And they're going to buy next week again. So, like, don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Eels and the Waz. Eels uh, will have a number of their players. Sean Russell's going to play 
fullback. Uh, Lumi Lumi comes onto the wing. Madison's going to play at six. Offie Yogden's going to start for Regan Campbell-Gillard, who's preferred over his teammate Paolo for Origin. Um, Luca, the uh, mob oh, boss, he's Moretti's back. Sean Lane's also named on the bench, which is a bit fun. Um, yeah, I don't really know exactly what's happening here. I don't really have a good feel for the Eels forward pack at all, what I want to do about them, aside from knowing that I like Hopgood, but not, not wanting to put the, the vice captaincy on him at all. Uh, this week, so um, yeah, doesn't matter no, that's, though because because Heinz plays. Heinz will play. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's probably it, really. Uh, Hands is there if you need a hooker and you didn't get on Simpkin. Uh, he's probably a better long term play. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering PM though. Yeah. I'm considering Turpin to hands as like a cash out slash, you know, cover for the rest of the year. Yeah, Mm -hmm. cover Harry Grant so I don't have to buy one of the other lesser hookers as my cover. What about Tom Starling, mate? Don't do it. (laughs) Not buying any more Raiders. Do we think Sean Lane comes in for Bryce or Davey? Davey. Yeah, probably Davey. On the right? Or do you switch no. Bryce to the right? Bryce goes to the right. 24-hour or, or like one hour before the game team list, Sean Lane left edge, Bryce Cartwright right edge, Andrew Davey out, Jack Murchie bench. I'm calling, I'm calling it right now. It will Seriously, be. Serious, I'm calling it. It will be, 100%. And Luca Moretti, 100 no, no, I think Davey will just be on the bench. Oh, no, I think Davey will play right edge for 60 minutes and Cardi will be on the bench. That's what I think. But okay. I have no idea. Why Cardi's do you still have it? What can we have an intervention as to why you still have Andrew Davies? Oh, I'm gonna team? trade in this week, I think. But I don't think. think. Don't <laughs> think. Dude. What where's the logic, mate? He sucks. He sucked the whole season. He's here's he's my logic. On. I need I need because I, I still have either Simpkin or Tanner Boyd spare this week, right? Because mm. Uh, Sean and Hines are both playing. If Sean doesn't play... Well, Sean's not going to play. Well, if Sean doesn't play, then I can just put Tanner Boyd in in the halves, which is fine. Yeah. And then I can do, like, Davey and Turpin to two players, which is probably what I'll do. Yeah. Do that anyway. Yeah. Look, I probably will. (laughs) But would you trade Tanner Boyd in a vacuum for the rest of the season? Or would you just no. leave him as your like? I just, I just leave him there as my agent fan. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm yeah. thinking. All right. Yeah. Although spending, spending, spending 65k to go from Tanner Boyd to Terry Evans does feel. That's appealing. what I was thinking as well for next week. Just pull yeah. the trigger on that is really nice. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, the Eels suck. Move on from them. I really wanted to buy Ryan Madison this week. I don't like that he's playing in the halves. It makes me whatever the opposite of moist is. So dry. Uh, <laughs> the Waz, they need, a, they need a win here. Uh, naming a fairly similar looking team. SJ may or may not play depending on when his uh, pregnant wife gives birth. Uh, I feel so she, like she's, uh, her due date is next Thursday. So the, oh. the 13th 
of get July. on the plane, bud. Get on the plane. So, What's going on? Yeah, ideally she gives birth that day, and then we get Sean this week and next week, which would be yeah, perfect. Just or just bring her over and have like bo- get make the baby Australian instead. Yeah, I mean they got married and I was can eight, you, like surely. Can you can you fly with a thirty nine? Weak pregnant woman. I don't know how baby. Yeah, but you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but then the kid will be a New South Welshman, and he doesn't want that. Oh yeah. no, that's a good point. He wants a yeah, no. he wants an Auckland no, Queenslander. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> you'd rather a Kiwi than a New South Welshman for sure. The only thing worse than being from New South Wales is being from England. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Tour who's good. Adam Fanua Blake's probably overpriced. I know a lot of people looking at him, including me, this week, but I I, I can't. Buy a prop, assuming that the forty percent try scoring rate is going to continue. Um, as much as I'd like to, because I mean the the draw is very soft. It's soft after the buy, eh? And even before the buy, it's like sharks, raiders, eels without their origin guys, which isn't mm. wasn't terrible. But- so if if you have a look at my article, which isn't published yet, which only I have access to at the moment. Um, there's five, I've calculated the five, one, two, three, four, five, six plus matchups, uh, which is the Tigers, Dragons, Bulldogs, Dolphins, Titans, and Raiders. Mm-hmm. That's the plus matchups for fantasy. And even the Sharks, like. Yeah, just on sheer, like, points points surrendered. So they got mm-hmm. the Raiders, Titans, Tigers, Dragons. So they got five of those six teams in the remaining mm-hmm. eight weeks. And yeah, I'm not particularly concerned about the sharks or the no. originless eels, to be honest. Yeah, or the sea eagles at Mount Smart. Like mm. no, mm, yeah, like they the the Waz could absolutely go eight from eight to finish the season. I mean, imagine that, eh? Like considering how it's, much we all wrote off the Warriors. Oh, mate, that would just—I'd love it. I'd, yeah, I'd I'd buy like at least three more Warriors jerseys if that happened. Yeah, Only I want, three. I want to, yeah, I want to see him go eight from eight. That's what I want to see. <laughs> but yeah, like fantasy wise, it's really just Sean, isn't it? And Chance. Sean to- and, and Tohu. Yeah. Tohu, boy. Oh, that's some dis- Tohu disrespect right there. No, we. Tohu Harris I has never very, been named as an afterthought for fantasy ever, ever. I was very anti anyone trading him last week. If you go back to it, um, mm. I think that, yeah, that. That Dragons game, just they didn't really play through the middle. Um, and you no. saw, like, he was the only he was the only player on um, Friday night that did anything really for the Warriors. Had a, had so, a dig, mate. It's because yeah. he's a Queenslander at heart. He, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, from Melbourne, right? Melbourne's in Queensland. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to the Rabbitohs and the Dogs. Boys, Tyrone Munro. Yeah, is he the best cash out option this week? He's annoyingly good Come, against us. As, at at four at four oh one, he came into my team and hasn't left it since then. Yeah. So I've got him. I've got Nick Meany all the way down to Tyrone Munro and put three hundred plus k in the bank for uh, for future dealings. And I got to say, mm. it feels great. So. Yeah, well, he's, he's kept Richie Kenner out of the side. So, Rich, well, he, he's replaced Richie Kenner. Um, and obviously, there's Tane Milne who's not there. But is, is he really a threat to take How Milne's far at center. down? Milne's at must, center. Um, oh, okay. Play on. Play How on. far down must Isaac Thompson be? Yeah. 
He's out. He's injured for the year. He's out for the year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was on the shit list before that, right? So he was on the shit list. You're right, but he's out for the year, injured. But um, with Munro, and this is what this is why I feel confident about it is you know when he scored the try, the try celebration. That was the celebration of a bloke who everybody in the team likes. You know, he's going to be you know like the, like the Rabbitohs right edge like winger has just been like a wasteland for like the worst parts of society all season. Richard Kenner, Tane Milne, Isaac Tungo, and a 240K. Not Isaac Tungo, but. You know, at Isaac, you know, what's his name? Thompson? Yeah, Thompson. It's the same guy. Same guy. Um, <laughs> but Munro, you know, he's, and like, you know, he's got the, you know, He's, you know, he could tell he's, you know, he's that humble, confident, if that makes sense. And the teammates, he's obviously popular. He, he's gone all the way from SG ball up to first grade in a year. You know, he's, he's, yeah, he's got some filling out to do, but, you know, he's a bit like, you know, Murray Tolongi when he, when he first came onto the scene, he'll fill into his body. Um, I think they're going to give him an opportunity there uh, for the foreseeable future pending an absolute disaster. And I don't see one coming against this Bulldogs team. Uh, I, I really like Munro. I'm very comfortable having him. And the the thing is, even if he becomes a red dot, you plug him into your wing fullback and just run a loop with like like a bullet chance loop rest of the season. Like you know, and yeah, it's quite good for the like ponga mini drink water whatever like situation that most people have. You know, yeah. Yep. So like mini, obviously, is not. You've got be one too many wing fullbacks. Correct. Yeah. So I'm going to be running a drink water ponga chance wing fullback, and I'm trying to decide whether I put like keep Jareem Buller or you know upgrade him to somebody. And I'm probably going to land on upgrading him. But you know, then you have you know your Seb Chris or whoever, and you know worst case scenario, Seb Chris goes nuclear and scores 35 points. Yeah, you, you sub him in for somebody if you. <laughs> Um, you know, so that something like that. I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of Munro. I think he's, uh, I think he's going to be there rest of the season. I like it. Yeah. Passion with a H. Yeah. You've convinced me. I'm going in. Good. All right. Me too. Uh, outside of that, uh, there's not a lot of this team that I want to have a part of. Actually, <laughs> no, none. It. None. None. That's zero literally. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Zero. Yeah. Who's Talos um, Duncan? Talus Duncan. Oh, ta- mate, Talus Duncan. Let me tell you about Talus Duncan. Talus Duncan in the preseason played a trial for the Rabbitohs and Gordon Talus was commentating. And then after the season, they after the game, they interviewed him and he plays ed- he plays left edge back row, same thing as Gordon Talus. And after the game when they were interviewing him, Gordon Talus was like, oh, yeah, you know, name's Talus. And he's like, yeah, my mum named me after you. Amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So, and Gordy was like, "Yeah," but yeah. So he's named after Gordon Tallis. Uh, I'm I'm sad to say at this stage in his career he doesn't play like Gordon Tallis, mm. but you know he's a back rower. He's he'll get there. Um, he might. Yeah. No. He's uh, yeah. He seemed like a good good young kid. He's obviously he's very um shades of uh, what's the guy's name from last year? I've I've blacked it out intentionally. Oh, Trent Peoples. Trent Peoples, yeah, he's very Trent Peoples. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a, he's not, he's not a buyer for fantasy, but um, 
yeah, the Rabbitohs are going to get the crew back in round 21. Latrell's going to be back. They'll have all the Arrow, uh, Origin guys back. Jai Arrow is going to be back in his, you know, whatever tracky dax at one of the interns saw him in today. Was it Belint? Was following yeah. him around the shopping center. Yeah. Stalking yep. him, yep. He's stalking him in the shopping center, yep. Now he's getting around in his slippers and beanie or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. He, I think he's just a good football. He's a good Queenslander, Jai Arrow. I love him. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, no, don't not on the Talos train for this year. Uh, for the Bulldogs, they've made some changes, and um, yeah, we'll. They've shuffled some deck chairs. <laughs> the, the guys have got the violins out. And they're playing the song. <laughs> Rose is jumping onto the table. We'll yeah. go on. Yeah, Rose is climbing onto that door that there was definitely enough room for... Uh, it Gus is slipping away. There's <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I would definitely be the guy in the Titanic that, like, when the boat's, like, when it goes up on its end and then snaps and the guy, like, falls down and in the middle of it, like, ah, that would be me for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's... Uh, in that in this case, that's Cameron Seraldo. Uh, so he's dropped Hayes Perham and Paul Alamotti because that will absolutely solve their problems. And Khaled Raja. Uh, so Jake Afarillo goes to fullback. Jackson Topanay, uh noted centre, is playing centre. Uh, Blake Wilson, whoever that is. Is that Owen Wilson's younger cousin? He's going to play on the wing. Wow. Uh, Toby Sexton's come in. Wow. Uh, no, it's... It, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it's not actually. And then I realised that you were... Uh, isn't that... No, hang on. That is Owen Wilson. And then there's yeah. Luke Wilson. <laughs> Are you thinking can of Luke Wilson? Can you imagine being like a famous actor, but being the second most famous actor in your family? That would suck so bad. Just being the I second mean, it... best, like, <laughs> co- like you know, sibling. Like, especially when you're both in a sports team as well. Like Mark Waugh or, or something. Mark Waugh. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, Seth Curry like, in basketball. <laughs> like, just it must be hard. Yeah, I, I can tell you as a as a perennial second best sibling at any every single sport that uh, <laughs> it's it's not enjoyable. I uh, I went to simulate a golf the other day with my younger brother who has played golf less than five times in his entire life, um, and can absolutely tell you that he was out driving me. Mm. And I, I pl- I've played like five times in the last five weeks. So yeah, no, nah, not yeah. It's fr- very frustrating. But anyway, Toby. Speaking of frustrating, Toby Sexton's playing for the Bulldogs now. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. That you know they've given up on the five hundred thousand dollar Carlo Luapu. Uh, no, 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 no. Have you seen from Gus? Gus reckons he's a middle middle forward now. Yeah, good. Yeah, it, despite the fact that he's seventy look, kilos dripping wet. I, look, are you are you I'm kidding? Not, did he actually say that? No, he did. Uh, let me find you the quote. Um, Mate, look, I'm not here for that, all right? Oh, good Lord. So funny. We, we need we to have a conversation Lord. about... We need. I see him che- as a lock forward going forward, very much oh in the Cameron God. Murray mould. I think he'll be a really great player for this club for oh, a long time. No. Cheers, no. Gus. No, no, no. Oh, Phil. Has, yeah, all right. Phil Guild's been hanging out with Trent Barrett and uh, Brad Fittler. Has somebody like has somebody like legit have we tested the water in New South Wales? <laughs> to make sure there's not some sort of like brain degenerative like thing getting around down there that causes it's people to just be day. absolute they, like, idiots. 
Are they getting the runoff from like the Wagga Wagga water? Like that makes. <laughs> Isn't that the good stuff? It's like Isn't the, the Wagga Wagga Australian. The good stuff? Yeah, but they're it's getting like the runoff this... from it. <laughs> it's like the Australian version of the Flint, Michigan problem. It's oh, no. like the entire water supply of Sydney. Oh my god! Just, just <laughs> making them make terrible coaching decisions. <laughs> oh my god! Just explain it to me, Jane Nockenbore. <laughs> is a edgeback rower. Carl Oluapu is a lock. Jackson Toppen is a center. <laughs> we're going to drop Hayes Perham, who we've been banging the drum on all year for a bloke that we're letting go to the Dolphins next year. Paul Alamotti, we've been fighting for. He's dropped as well. We're going to put a edge back rower slash hooker at center. Uh, we're dropping. Oh, no. Well, Josh Adica. Like, surely there's a scope here to just play Paul Alamotti at center. Put Braden Burns on the wing, or so, so, like anything like that. Um, you know they're chopping and changing this team like it's going out of fashion. Jacob Preston's an ex halfback playing edge back row, and he's their best best player at the moment. It's honestly, it's 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 borderline embarrassing. Um, Max King, I'd be interested in if I didn't want nothing to do with this team. And Ryan Sutton has somehow found his way down to almost three hundred k. After wow. being a preseason like strong potential buy option, Oluwapu is just not even in the team. He's in the like extended bench, yeah. so they've made he's a decision. Got, he's got a long future. He's got a long future ahead of him. Well, you know, he's got to practice playing middle forward after he spent his entire last fifteen years learning how to play halfback. <laughs> <laughs> like Cole Flanagan's now a hooker. Just explain it to me like I'm an idiot. Like, I just don't I understand. I can't, I can't. I'm so glad we got the good um, Penrith assistant coach. That's all. That's all. Oh, I'm my God. Of. What is it? Who is it? It's Garth Brennan's the good assistant Penrith coach on this round. No, it's, it's Webby, mate. It's Webby. He's a genius. Yeah, oh, Webster. No, Webster was the Tigers, mate. Don't come in. Like, he was Tigers before he was. He was Tigers. He was Tigers. Yeah. And he also was Warriors t- as well, like with um, Cappy. Isn't that such a sliding doors moment for the Tigers? Like, imagine if they had a gone Webby. Like, what? What well, was their future if they had like? Kept Ivan. Oh my God! All of that. All of it. Imagine if we had kept Ivan after the yeah. 2011 Grand Final. There's a lot of sliding yeah. doors moments, man. Yeah, yeah. We could have yeah. kept Todd Payton too, maybe. Yeah. How, how many times have I tried to lynch Todd Payton this season? I reckon it's a few. <laughs> I think. I think you guys are coming good at a good time, which I'm really yeah. happy about. Like. <laughs> you you got to have the cows in the finals. You, eh? you shouldn't be because we're probably nudging you out of the eight if we've got anything That's, to say about it. Uh, no, I think I think we're both going to make the eight. Okay, who's dropping out of the eight while we're here? Um, we, if we're distracted, we may as well get a little bit more distracted. Yeah, that's fair. Brisbane right, Raiders, so, I think Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> that is spicy, Ryan. That is that is a some little troll. Like, that is. That's that's like a like one of those devil pepper like the what do they call the ones that Amrit that Amrit used to bring into cactus that his dad grew. Oh man, the, the devil that... chilies or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah just throw that oh, one man. out there. Love that grenade. I mean, nah. Look at the the Raiders points differential and tell me they belong oh, in the top eight. Atrocious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Raiders have won ten games a season, and their average winning margin is four point five. Mm. They've won eight games, eight games by four points or less, which is four more than the next highest of those. Results. And I'd really like a big a big eel slip as well. That would be really nice. Oh, 
I think the rabbits will be will 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 make it, and I think I think Warriors, Cowboys, Eels. I think Raiders will drop out. Raiders drop out. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, Maddie. Yeah, Sorry, love Maddie. It. Love it. Nah, he's gonna be so dirty. We're gonna get like a thousand comments on this. I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna post any links to it on Facebook, so he can't comment on anything. <laughs> Last game of the round here: Titans against the Dolphins. Rob, you're in charge of keeping us on track here, mate. Jaden Campbell's going to play fullback for Brimson. Uh, Kieran Foran's going to play in his regular position um, as normal. They got uh, hooker, uh, ex hooker, uh, edge back rower, and a center slash winger on the bench, which is fun. Uh, what, what did Tom McKaylee actually do? Why did they sign him? Where is he now? He's 18th man. 18th Explain man. it to me. Explain it for to the me. Burley, right? Signed in for the Burley Bears, which is probably a step up from uh, the West Tigers, I suppose. Well, yeah, there's that. But, like, if there was ever a time that you needed to have Thomas McKayley to be this week, surely. You, you would think so. Yes, you, you would think so. How many points is this Dolphins team going to win by? A lot? Uh, I don't know if they're going to win, but I can tell you there will be a lot of points in this game. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, I don't I, think anyone's going to defend. I don't know who's going to win this game. Yeah. yeah. This could nah, be first to is, 40, to be honest, this nah, game. This is, a dolphin, this is a Dolphins to dolphins to zero or six. Like It's like 40 to six or something like that. Yeah, I'm calling it right now. Right. Fantasy-wise, there's not much happening here for the Titans. There's nothing happening here for the Titans, actually. It's Tanner Boyd. It's Phil, you've got him holding. Sammy, if you're on him, I guess. Oh, that, that hamstring. Mm, nah, that, that makes me really nervous. But would you trade him? Are they, like, if you I wouldn't him, sell I'd... him. I wouldn't yeah. sell him, but I'm, I'm not buying him with the... No, no, no. That no, stresses no, me no out. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins are much more relevant. Cody Nicarima, if you still, if you still got him somehow, he's still chugging along. Val Meninga, he's a, a, a potential buy option. Probably the best, like upside to price option this week is that a fair assessment Rob yeah I think so I think um the only other option is potentially Lomax but he's kind of he he, Lomax is underpriced but um not as exciting oh it's also 160k difference that's right like I'd I'd rather be a worse player like yeah and, like, Lomax has been told he can go and shop for another team too. So, I mean, there's no guarantees there with the Dragons. No, that's right. That's right. And, yeah, so tell me this. When Hammer's back next week, he'll go to Ewan Atkins Center? I don't Aiken, know. Well, no, well, Hammer played left center last week and Val was on the right with Aiken on the bench. So I'm mm. assuming it might go back to that. But, like, are you going to play – Hammer at center, or is he oh, going to go back to fullback? And Cody hasn't played any. Aitken hasn't played any back row this year, has he? Well, he, no. he did last week. He did last week when just uh, out of injury. Crazy. Yeah, just because yeah. of injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Well, maybe like maybe Cody ends up at hooker if Marshall King is uh, still cooked with his shoulder. I don't know. Marshall King yeah. seems fine. I think he's just going to play through it. But are they going to bring Milford on and push Katoa to hooker? Which is just being or push Cody to hooker. And put Why is Harrison Graham just not in the team? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Or Kurt Donahue, who was also a hooker. Like they got too many chefs in the kitchen now. 
they got yeah, too team. many reserve graders. Yeah. I've yep. got no idea how this team list shakes out next week with Hamer back in the side. No yeah, idea. I'm no. really worried about Lim. I think Lim drops back to the bench next week, right? Like, well, it depends if Cavusi's fit. Lemuelu is no Lemu, but Lemuelu started on the edge last week. But only because, um, wait, why did he start on the edge last week? Because he's the he's their primary edge back rower. That's why. Yeah, that's why he started. So yeah, I, I could see a world where Hammer comes in, pushes you and Aitken to the bench. That's probably it, isn't and, it? And pushes like, Josh Kerr, Kerr out, maybe. out, maybe. Or just mm-hmm. drops into 18th man or, um, yeah, I don't know. All I know is uh, Val. I've got Tavare no issues with is buying like, Tefare this week, though. He's such a, like, high-risk, high-reward. Yeah. Like, he's, like, the quintessential roll of the dice, like, it could be, you know, like it's like Taylor May a couple of years ago, you know, when Charlie Staines was out for like two weeks yeah. and, you know, you had to make that choice and you go, is the coach going to go with a guy who clearly has more upside or the guy who's got the runs on the board? Like Ewan Aiken doesn't demand selection in any team ever, by the way. No, and I think that's right. I think Tefade only needed to beat out Brinko and it's quite clear that he's better than Brinko. Like, they're shopping Brinko to Super League. So, mm. like, he's not the future. So, like, nice. just, yeah, I think Tefade is fun. But I, there's almost, like, been no good time to buy him, you know? But he's no. already 370K or whatever. Um, that's and there's fine. No time. There's no time and, like, yeah. But if, our, if he averages 40, 370K is fine. Yeah, he's only priced, like, 28. So just fire yeah. up. Yeah. I'm just like I'm. I'm scared to pull the trigger on him instead of Chris and spend the extra seventy k and potentially have a red dot next week. So are you going to get Munro and Chris just super cash down? Munro, Chris, or Munro Tafare for Alamotti and Meany. And you're not going to get Bateman or Nicker. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Nicara and spend. I'm spending my last three trades this week before the eight yep. top up. Yep. Cool. Yeah, because I've got to move on Fisher Harris to have a. Like, it's pretty clear he's not somebody that I want in my team long-term. Um, so I may as well sell him this week and have a full 13, assuming Johnson plays. But if he doesn't, then I'll have 12. And you're, and nothing you're done with Meany. I'm done with Meany. Yeah, I was I was always going to sell one of Meany and, um, like, yeah. Ponger or Buller or Drinkwater. Just, you know, just, it, like, I didn't want to, like, I wanted to sell Meany. Like, it makes the most sense to sell Meany. And then he's given me a good excuse. And Pap's back running now, so... You know, it's only a matter of time. So, is it? Yeah, I think he's just a tier below gun status. Yeah, kind of low. Key, I'm kind of low key wanting to squeeze Tedesco back in. So, I might might look at a chance to Tedesco trade in a week or two. We'll see how we go. But yeah, that's it. Um, boys, what do we thought? Any any closing thoughts before we jump into the questions? I don't think we have any questions this week, do we? No, none. <laughs> Maybe one or two. All right. Uh, Ryan, what we'll do this week, rather than answering every single question, we'll pick one each that we like and that's it. Oh, you keep man, saying that. They'll be a riot. They'll be a riot. <laughs> I'll give you Ryan's address, everyone in Sydney. You can turn up there. I won't be there this and, week. Uh, I'll be in Brisbane with Mark. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, uh, <laughs> the only person who will be there is the cat. 
And the yep. lorikeets. Yep. She's, the cat's going to be subsisting on a diet of lorikeets. <laughs> Rainbow chickens. Ryan's just le- leaving g- grapes out on the thing and, and uh, the cat's just going to slowly eat them to feed herself. Oh, dear. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for some questions, boys? Yes. You bet. All right. Let's uh, start it off easy. Rob, is Turpin a trait this week? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um... Mark, I've got one here from your mate, Brenton, uh, the bloke who beat you at, uh, at Simulator Golf. Um, he wants to know he wants to know Mulatalo or CNK? I hate that question so much. <laughs> because of who it's from or because of who the options are? Both, yeah. I think Both. Mulatalo they've only added to the draft app, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Is Mulatalo even in there? Surely, okay, so surely at this point you're just buying Val. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. That is the answer. He's, isn't still, it? he's still got four trades left, too. So he's got, and he's in third. I was having a, a quiet chat. Is he in the pump. Hurt Locker? No. No. He's, over, he's playing overall. I don't want to pump his tires up too much, but. Oh, he's, he's in having third a chat. overall. Holy. Third yeah. overall. Yeah. I was having a chat to Nigel earlier in the week, and he was saying he's more concerned about Brenton than he is than the guy in second. Um, he's also concerned about you, Rob, because you've got so many trades left and you're still sitting in 300th. <laughs> I'm just slowly making my way up, eh? Yeah, just just keep... No, actually, up. I had a look today with um, Chappie. The guy in ninth overall still has eight trades as well. Oh, wow. That's which crazy. Because Nigel's, no- Nigel's got none. And he's got he's only got twelve this week because Gutho got named for Ogen, otherwise he would have had a full thirteen. Yeah, he's got a lot of eels. It should be dirty about. Yeah, yeah, and Maddo's one of them. So I mean, that's you know a net negative. If you weren't if you weren't sold on Val, I mean, I know Steve's is pretty dirty on us for recommending him, but Jacob Karaz, like, <laughs> is he gonna is he gonna have like you know I know he's got the twelve against the Knights in the beatdown. But you know that was you know a function of the Bulldogs. Um, it's re- if a Knights matchup's not safe though, <laughs> it's, it's pretty hard to recommend like any anything that's other than that. I mean, Phil Sammy's there. I, I I can't see any scenario where I buy Ronaldo Multalo. How's that for an answer? What about Chance? Would you buy Chance? Probably not. He's got a very soft draw to end the year, which is making me yeah. think he's potentially a hold. Like they finish after the buy, you know, Titans, Tigers, Manly, Dragons, Dolphins. Like that is a very yeah soft defensive. Oh schedule. yeah, well that's what's like. I'm gonna really assess that week to week as to whether I go to Teddy or not. But he's a hold. Yeah, he's I, a hold, I, right? But is he? He's gonna be. He's gonna be like 45 to 49 kind of guy. I think. Mm. Yeah, run below. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. You, would, in this situation, yeah. would you get? Would you? Would you look at Phil Sami, who then you can move into your centers at that point for sixty k less? See, I, I just grab Munro and fill it out that way because I'm assuming you've already got three or you know three other guys who are potentially keepers. Um, assuming yeah. you've got say Ponga or something like that who's not playing this week. I, I just grab mm. Munro. I actually really like that. I've got no interest in getting another like mid range outside back. I have so many already. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, intern Austin, um, he, he needs the odd man out here. He needs to play two of these guys. Preston, Hudson Young, John Bateman. Who are you leaving out this week, Rob? Oh, probably Preston. Can you – you just loop, right? If you can. You just put um, – put, unless those are his only three edges. Yeah. He might not have a red – like a, a buy play or a red dot he can loop with. Yeah. I think it's Preston. Yep. Um, Mark. Mark wants to know, best cash down option this week? He's got Smith, uh, Sand and Smith and Brendan Hands already. Well, yeah. I, I already gave it to you. Munro? Munro. Happy with it? Yeah. We've, we've mentioned a few already, I suppose, haven't we? Um, uh, okay, here's an interesting question. Rob, uh, Dom wants to know, vanilla slice or custard tart? Oh, custard. Yeah, my custard tart, man. Love it. Um, uh, and would you do Turpin to Valence Tafare? Yep. Perfect. Uh, Mark, Sam here, he's got one trade. He needs any position except for hooker. And he's got 577k or less um, to spend on a player. Any player that's not a hooker. Um, that's an interesting question. It's it a is. good one. Uh, 577. That's such a weird number. There's honestly not a huge amount of guys that I'm really particularly interested in that price. I think at that point, my strategy would be go down to Munro. And He's only got one use, trade. Oh, he gets eight more. Yeah, he gets eight more next week. So go all the way down to Munro and, like, have a look at, you know, get, making some genuine upgrades last year. This is not the time. I'm going to actually uh, – what did I say? <laughs> okay, no, sorry, I started thinking. I started thinking about my next point and and forgot about finishing my first point. I'm gonna I become I'm gonna Quite go clearly. a little more, more strongly at this. This is not the time to be buying 577k players. No, it's not. It's not There's that, no one it's in that, that point. It's not that point in the season. There's nobody that's available this week that's a buy at that price range. Uh, you know, if you're looking at buying, you know, like at some point, Ruben Cotter in the next couple of weeks might be 577k. But right now, for this week, there's nobody that you want to buy at that price point, uh, unless you're shopping like Philip Sammy for a like gun center or something like that. Potentially, if you if you trust his hammy, which I don't particularly. So you know, I would suggest going all the way down to Munro and and reloading for next week when you get your eight trade top up rather than shopping for some mediocre option and wasting a trade for a guy that you're definitely going to have to trade out again later. Yep. All right. Rob, uh, Ben wants to know, he was holding Sloan just for this round, um, so now he's one short at wing fullback. He wants to know, who's the better buy from Val Meninga or Jake Avarillo? Mm, it's probably Val. How much is... Um... Everlo, three hundreds. Yeah, three sixty nine. So slightly cheaper than Val. I don't. I don't hate it. Although, like, is 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 Avo like any less risky than Val? Like, no, he's obviously, not. He's obviously, not. he's going to keep Aver- a spot, but he'll move. Everlo at fullback. Everlo at fullback sucks like big time. Yeah, yeah. he's average at fullbacks under thirty. I think there's, I just, there's yeah, no conceivable way if you if you're buying somebody at that price you're buying Seb Chris but 
you shouldn't do that. Just get, yeah, it's Seb Chris or it's Val. It's, there's no Avarillo. Or it's cash out and get Munro. Yep. Or Munro, yeah. But he's wing fullback only, right? Not centre? Oh, you need centre. Yep. Yeah, yep. Cool. Then just get Val, I think. Yep. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, what do we got here? Should we do Should we do Steve? <laughs> no. Steve. Push it back. No, no it's right. No, give it to me. Do it last. All right. Seif balls. He's back. He says, hey, guys, Seif here again. I took your advice and traded in Karaz. I don't remember if we actually gave him that advice, but he's traded in Karaz. Because he wanted he wanted a couple of, like, low-budget options, and I'm pretty sure the other ones we gave him were, like, Ponga and somebody else who was good. So two out of three. <laughs> I, I mean, really, come on. But, yeah, play on. Yep. He says... He says, was this the dog shit you planted for me to stand in? Not cool. Still not a fan of the show. <laughs> yes. Do I do I hold him now or move him on? Hold. Hold him. Hold, hold, hold. hold. If you really want to sell him, sell him on to Val, Val Meninga. Although I, I remember, I specifically remember one of the options Steve was looking at last week was uh, Dallin, who scored less than Karaz. So we, we got yeah, that at last. exactly right. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Oh, Steve is such a villain, eh? That's we need that's hills crazy. for this show. There's too many we people uh, p- pumping our tires, so it's good to have someone to bring us down to earth. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like All Steve's right. could be like my, uh, you know, in like Big Bang Theory, where Sheldon's like mortal enemy is Will Wheaton, but like Will Wheaton sort of like <laughs> doesn't really care. Like I feel like me and Steve's could have that sort of relationship. <laughs> it's cute. kind of like the New Zealand Australia relationship, where we think you're like our you know, our rival, but you guys just don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, and we like we're like, oh New Zealand, they're all right, but like, you know, England, ugh, yuck. <laughs> well South Africa, ugh. although that's exactly the same place really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um yeah. all right, Rob, <laughs> skinny P. He says uh he's putting Preston on his bench this week because he's got an excess um in edges. He wants to know, should I cash him down to a center or wing fullback to have 12 playing this week? I was going to move him on to Fafita or Haas next week anyway. I'm in a similar boat, I think, with Preston. I don't think I would sell him. I think he's a fine kind of 18, 19th man. Um, When's their buy? Their next buy? 21... I'd probably just keep him until then, to be honest, and then reassess. Um, I've got no issue with playing like 11 or 12 players this week. I think trading Preston to a centre or a wing fullback is, seems backwards to me this week. But obviously See, you're, not playing him. you're not playing him, right? Yeah, well, personally, I don't have a problem with it. Like, if you were to go Preston down to Munro and then say you've got someone else who's sort of mid-range that you can then go up to Fafida next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Jake Jake Simkin, you know, all the way up to a Haas Fafida next week. Yeah. Something like that. I don't hate that. It is fine. It's just, like, yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. All right. Um. Rob Morgan wants to oh, – sorry, Mark Morgan wants to know, uh, should he get Timico or Penasini, or is there any other options you'd recommend at centre? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm hard, I'm hard – I'm finding it hard to vibe with Penasini. I know he's averaging in the mid-40s and has been pretty good all year. Um, I mean, he's only got the one buyer left. 
He's got a couple of plus matchups, but I don't love the Broncos Roosters Panthers to finish. Mm. Um, and then this is round thirteen. Sorry, twenty seven. I think I would probably. I mean, I've said his name a couple of times now. I probably land on Philip Sammy. Um. If I was buying a center this week, or all the way down to a Valor Seb Chris, not Lomax. No, I'm I'm not inspired by Lomax. I don't okay. think. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with it. If you prefer Lomax, you could get Lomax. Mm. All right, um, Rob. Okay, well, uh, so DJ, he wants to know the uh, the best centre wing fullback options this week. He says, is it worth bringing him CNK, which I think we've sort of landed on no. Um, we've sort of touched on the uh, the centre options already. Is, is there a wing fullback that stands out to you this week? Is Izarko potentially? I think it's, I think it is Izarko if you want to kind of keep a level player. Yeah. They've got a buy-in round... 21, but he's probably the best that plays this week. He's been remarkably consistent this year, mm. Zyko. Mm. I'm fine with it. Aside from having two sub-35 games in the last three rounds. Yeah, but like who hasn't? And, and then he's playing against the Panthers in round 20. Mm. I just yeah. think the goalkeeping is, is a handy yeah. base. He's, he's good. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's definitely I, the best wing fullback. If you want someone that plays, that plays this week that is potentially a keeper, it's it's probably only him, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just I don't know. I just can't bring myself though to pay what seven or six seventy for for a winger. Yeah. Especially yeah. Zako. Yeah. he's burnt us before, but I know he's good. Been good this year, so. I still think it's for um, Sami. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, Mark Ashton here, he wants to know, he's held uh, Tavita Pangai for this round. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. He wants to know, would you, but would you sell now to avoid the price drop? And obviously, he's In on the heartbeat. bench now as well. Wait, are we not buying him? What? Stop it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop it. Got me so good. Just kidding. Um, uh, no, I don't think. Maybe. Uh, who are you buying? If you're upgrading and buying a Papali'i, Bateman, Nicara, Gunn-type player, yes, I'm fine with you doing that. Or cashing him all the way down to a Munro-type player, I'm fine with that. Don't trade him sideways to, like, Max King or someone in a similar price bracket who also isn't very good. Yep. All right. Um, Rob, so we've got a friend of the show, Chappie. Um, He's come to to ask a question about his 16 different teams. I don't know which one this specifically pertains to of the, of the 16. Uh, but he wants to know, after selling Lemuelu for at 628K, would you jump back on now at 546 if he's, well, now that he's starting back at edge for overall? Probably not. Because they still have a buy left. And I, mm. I don't know. I don't know if he is going to be, I think, like, I mean, best case scenario, he's 80-minute back rower the rest of the season. But even as an 80-minute back rower, he's like, what, a 45 guy? Yep. And I think you can do better with less. Yep. 
Um, and he also wants to know, he's got six trades left. Would you hold Reese Robson? Yeah. Who For now. He has a buy left as well. He does. When is their buy? 24. Yeah. Probably hold him till then. I don't know. It depends what team this is, Chappie. I think, like, is this one of your head-to-head teams or one of your overall teams? I don't know. All right. Uh, Mark, Ben Heary, shorter mid with horse out. Um, should he do Turpin to Jack DeBellin or find a cheap mid to plug in this week and get Isaiah Yo next week? Um, well, one way or another, you're going to be missing a player, whether it's this week or next week, if you go the DeBellin slash Yo route. Because, you know, you either have a red dot this week or a red dot next week there. So if you can cover DeBellin, um, I'd probably go that way. Is this um, the like situation where, week? like, Mariota is, is actually an option? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's, you know, you, you jump on the, yeah, the, the cheap, like, super-duper cheap, but potentially upside, middle... Like uh, like Mariota, I think so. Um, yeah, I don't I don't mind that at all. Cool. But at that point, uh, do you get Isaac Fasua Malaui, or do we prefer Mariota? How much is Isaac? Is you know one k more expensive? Okay. Yeah, but con. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna he looks like he's probably gonna be a green dot. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> Perfect that was, timing. That was such good timing. Well done. That Georgie. was like well consent, Georgie. There, right there. Now I think Fasua Malawi is the way I'd go because you yeah, know, all it I, takes I agree. is a Tino Fotoaka Fafida resting next week. Fasua Malawi, he's named it prop, is he not? Yep, and their bench is really short. I like it. I go. I go. I go. Mini Tino. Yeah, no, I like that too. Good pickup. Um, all right, Rob uh, Lachlan here. He's chasing. He's trading out Reese Robson. And he's chasing a hooker. Um, what what hooker would you go for? Mm, it's too late for Simpkin, isn't it? Um, yes. It's yikes. It's pretty tough this week, isn't it? Is it hands? Yeah, to be honest, I, I, I'm kind of thinking the like ideal hooker combo for the run home is Harry Grant and then just hands sitting down in number 20. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, which is uh, not great, but, you know, it's, it should be fine for the run home, I think. I'm just um, vibing out here with the brothel strat. I've got Grant, Cook, and Robson. Oh, Jesus. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? The brothel strat. The brothel strat. Come on, mate. <laughs> Don't you know the brothel strat? Um, I do. I do. All right, uh, Mark, Jerry here. Uh, he says, from the crap we've seen with the Bulldogs, has that changed anything in your opinion with the analysis on Avarillo referencing the preseason article? Um, I don't know. Did you write that or did someone else write that? I'm not sure. I think we assumed he was going to be goal kicking. Right, okay. Um, and he wants to know, with, with how shaky centres are, if Lem can't hold down a starting role, is there an argument to look at Avarillo as a third centre slash 19th man if you want to live dangerously? No, there is not. Yeah. Yeah, so I think obviously we've covered that, that, you know, the the correct answer in that particular situation is to go for the... uh, Go for the better option of um, a sub-Chris or 
just go to uh, Val. Yep. Um, all right, Rob. Uh, Jackson here. He wants to know, is Blake Braley a shout? He's a consistent 40-plus scorer. He's looking at doing Jake Turpin to either Lomax or Blake Braley. I don't think so. I'd put him in the, like, I don't know, sixth best hooker or something. Um, I'd rather just cash it all the way down to hands um, and get Grant next week, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, I agree. He also wants to know, is uh, Sandon Smith a hold? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like Sam Walker's named in the New South Wales Cup this week, so yeah, I think, I think it's fine to hold for now. I think there is um, some talk of Walker being... I think... Well, I thought he was going to be in New South Wales Cup. Is Cheese at no. New South Wales Cup? No. He, he, I mean, they might come game day because, you know, those team lists in New South Wales Cup mean squad all, but um, right yeah, now they're not. I think they're both going to be back next week. Um, but, but uh, yeah, there's no point training in this week, I don't think. Just wait and see. Yeah, probably right. Um, okay, here's an interesting question. Mark, Rich wants to know, Lebuello seems to be bleeding cash badly. Since he's lost Nicarima as his half's partner, his scores have dropped out. Is Talakai a good switch? No more buys, and they have had a few games, and they have a few games to bully some teams. Um, no, I'm hanging on to Lebuello, and I encourage you to do the same. Very strong. I like it. Yeah, I think he's fine to hold as long as he's uh, starting. Um, all right, Rob. Kane wants to know, is running 10 okay? He's missing two centres and one wing fullback. Hmm. 10 seems low. I'd probably try to get 11. Maybe get um, Munro. Yeah. And run 11. I'm okay with that. I don't think there's any great centres this week, but. You can probably cash someone out to Munro and then you can run 11. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, Mark, I've got a question here from our Mark. At what point is it okay to carry cash-out players? Depends which cash-out players you're talking about. If you're talking about Tyrone Munro or, um, you know, in the case of last week, Piakura, uh, now it's fine. Um, you don't want just 100% guaranteed red dots. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for cheap guys who are going to be green dots. Um, I actually don't mind even baby Tino. You know, he seems to be uh, somebody who is, you know, he's sort of can land in or around the bench. Even, you know, he's played eight games this year, including the last three. So that would incline me to think that they want him, even if it's just for, 25 to 30 minutes a game. I uh, might get some additional minutes with injury or whatever, but worst case scenario, he's uh, 15 to 30 points a week, um, which is better than a red dot. So, yeah, I'd be potentially looking in that direction. Cool. Very good. But yeah, not, no, no solid red dots, 100% red dots, definitely not. Yep. Uh, the bearded man wants to know the best wing fullback cash down for Turpin. I think we've sort of... Decided it's either Munro or Valance if you've got some money to spend. Um, all right, Rob, Wade here. He's got 11 players. He's missing two wing fullbacks. He's got Edwards, Gutherson, Drinky, and Ponga. Um, would you trade any of those guys to get another player this week? Um, possibly Gutho, maybe, is the only one I'd think about. 
out of those. Um, just to cash out to Munro, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's kind of yep. all I'd, I'd be thinking. Just because um, Gutho's got another buy. He's got two buys. Yep, nice. Well, on. Origin. Yep. Uh, Mark, Melton wants to know, how would you feel if the Cowboys won a premiership with a team of 17 New South Welshmen? <laughs> That's three, a fun one. Three quarters um, of their spine well, are New South Welshmen at the moment. Well, yeah, exactly right. We've got two, two spine. I didn't know Drew Porter was uh, a filthy New South oh, Welshman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mate, he's a yeah, he's a blue. Yeah, I think um, I think the Blues could do a lot worse than getting more Queenslanders into their team, to be honest, um, or more Cowboys, I should say, um, <laughs> more Queenslanders as well. Um, yeah, no, I, I would I would be fine with that. Although uh, I, <laughs> recruitment and retention wise, it seems unlikely, so I'll probably never have to face that nightmare. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Actually, uh, just to be, you know, while we're being clear about this, there's actually another New South Wales former state of origin representative in the Cowboys squad as well in James Tamu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Chad, and was had... in, Chad, Chad was in the squad once. And did yeah. right? Did. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Tamu is from the only place in New Zealand that's uh, in New South Wales. Part of New South Wales, yeah. Yep. yeah. The, the only, the slight sliver of uh, New Zealand that's in New South Wales. Uh, all right. Rob, Rev here. He's got two trades left. He's missing a centre and a wing fullback just like everyone else. He wants to know, is Oluwapu to Valmaninga worth a trade? Yeah, do it. Yeah, I like it. Wheels up. Wheels up. Um Mark, Hamish wants to know, do we think Garrick gets the centre dual position after round 20 with three starts there? I don't think he will. No. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, he should. Right. He should. Oh, he absolutely should. I don't but, think he will. But that's, Same yeah, with that's Bateman. Been long enough. Bate- Bateman's clearly pay- played a lot of minutes in the middle middle this year. Same with Colin and Tungy. Yeah, it's not how fan hub works, unfortunately. They don't, they don't no, use logic. They don't, they've never watched a game of NRL in their life. So. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, Jeff here. He's head-to-head. He's looking at uh, Bailey Simonson or Will Penasini. He's got Targo and Manu already, but he's thinking about moving Manu to full, wing fullback and selling Jareem Buller. So I don't know. Does, does Buller to Simonson or Penasini seem a little sideways potentially? Rob, what do you, what do you think? Is it, is that sideways or is that? Yeah, I think way? that's sideways. It's just getting a guy that plays this week, right? But then has another buy in twenty seven. Yeah, I guess if you head to head though, you might not care about round twenty seven. Oh yeah, that's past the finals. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm. Um, yeah, you can do it. Then. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd just wait a week and like get someone better. I th- I'd get someone better. I think the the centers this week are pretty trash. Like it's Val or Lomax. Hmm. Yes, correct. Um, all right, Mark Michael here. He's got Horse, Kolomatungi, and Moses who all miss the next two weeks. He doesn't think he can hold all three. Who's the best of uh, those three to trade? Kolomatungi because he's comfortably the worst player uh, from a fantasy perspective. 
Yes. And he's still got two buys left, whereas the other two have one. Yeah, so he's going to miss three games. Yeah, three of the last, what, eight rounds versus the other yep. two will miss two. Yep. yep. Um, Rob, dead a Duffin. He wants to know the best mid to buy this week. He's trading Robson. He's got Jack DeBellin and uh, Jermaine Hopgood. So who would, which, which keeper mid would you be bringing in? Or would you get a an Isaac and target a keeper mid next week, like Haas or something? Yeah, Mark, is this what you're thinking about getting a mid for next week? Yeah, well, I mean, I've got Torhu, so I'm not I'm not sort of worried about that. But I need a mid for next week, so that that's where the Isaac Targo uh, Isaac, no, Isaac Targo Isaac Fasul Malawi might come in. <laughs> Isaac Targo is on, the, just, on my mind. You can't just make up. You can't just there's, make up. There's too many Isaacs running around. There's only one Isaac. All right. Isaac, you know what Isaac? Yeah, no. Isaac I, that's Asako, why I'm looking eh? at Isaac Asako. Yeah, no. I, that's why I'm looking at Isaac because <laughs> he, you know, should theoretically be a green dot next week if you need somebody in the mids, um, as opposed to these other guys. Like Ryan, a, who have you got next week? Have you got Naz? Uh, good question. Yeah, but uh, just to finish that point before I go into Lucy's team, um, yeah, I, I agree. I I just get Isaac for a week I and will. then get and get someone better after Origin like Haas or Yo, like who are a click a click better than um, some of the other options running around this week. But uh, uh, Lucy has DeBellin, Hopgood, Harris. Horsbra and Naz. So, she, yeah, she's she's right for next week. She's all good. She's got Naz there. Yep. No dramas. That's is it. Eh? Could you just get Yo next week? Yeah. No drama. Yeah. Just, yeah. Why not? I mean, he's on the bench this week so for, the, for the Blues. You have to think maybe he doesn't play as many minutes maybe, but I guess that's a question yeah. for after Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, that's, that's exactly what I'm doing this week where I'm getting Munro, Val, and Nicara, and I'm just going to probably just – Sell Buller to a gun mid next week, so I've got yeah, I've got three. Yeah, because it's annoying. Um, that, you're right, because it's annoying that Bateman doesn't get it until after twenty, if he does indeed get it. Yeah, uh, Jeff has he's got two questions. Firstly, he wants to know wheels up Valtafara. I think we've discussed that, and I think the answer is yeah. tentatively yes. Uh, but he also <laughs> wants to know he's. Uh, he wants to know, is Cle- with Cleary back in round 20, is he a wait and see or an ASAP? Well, how are you guys feeling about Cleary? Would you Are you looking to get him in straight away? Are you going to give him a couple of weeks? What are you thinking? Uh, NRL Physio says never buy guys straight off hamstring injuries. Uh, reoccurrence rate is too high, so I'd be inclined to lean with that. Um, he's also going to have a 17 in his rolling average for the foreseeable future. So Yeah, his break average to- is 99, I think. So yeah. I'd be comfortable waiting a week, um, definitely. Although he, d- he does have a couple of plus matchups there, Dolphins, Bulldogs, Sharks, and the Titans. Like, you definitely would like to squeeze him in, but I don't think, yeah, it's got projected break-evens of 20 and 21 being 99 and 102. So, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a pretty of a hard ass to be jumping into him straight away. Um, there's no, there's no, also no guarantees he's going to play round 20. It's just when they think he's going to play. So I would be inclined to watch and see and ideally hope he drops 50K or something like that. He's not, he's never going to be, he's not going to be 800 and something. So take that out of your mind, but like 950 yeah, and, and arresting the break even and give yourself a little bit of time to, you know, let your cash cows maximize out like your Simpkins of the world. 
that would be that would be the best way to go about it, I think. Yep. Um, James Shep, good friend, uh, he's a head-to-head player. He wants to know, what wing fullbacks do you think we should be targeting for the run home? So he says he's got Teddy, <coughs> excuse me, Teddy, Ponga, Chance, and Buller. Is it worth uh, the trade to upgrade Chance to Edwards or Trell or even Buller to Edwards for only like 30K? Rob, boy, what do you think? Who are your wing fullbacks for head-to-head for the run home? Mm, is it not drink water? Well, that's that's the question because um, obviously Drinkwater's going to have a buy left. Trell's yeah, going to have a buy like, left. Edwards doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Edwards is slightly overperforming and is probably going to be that rung below, like high high forties kind of guy. He might get a couple of good scores, um, but I, Pong, I don't see him as oh. like. Ponger and Tedesco are both finished their buys after this mm. week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, like me as a head-to-head player, um, like I've got Ponger, Tedesco, Meany and Buller. Um, and ideally I'd like to have Tedesco, Ponger and Latrell, like after, you know, maybe like round 23, something like that for the head-to-head finals and then keep a trade up my sleeve if I can and yeet him if I make it to the grand final. I think that's... Uh, Sort of my plan anyway at this stage, depending how we go. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, Luke here, he's ended up with three edges. He wants to know, would you trade Turpin to Fafida to loop this week as I'll need him eventually anyway? Uh, as a rule, I do not advocate trading in any player who is on a bye and particularly one who's playing state of origin before their next game. That's yeah. That seems unnecessarily reckless. Especially when he, he got a concussion in game one, you know? Yeah. Like, Like, and, and like, you know, I mean, the other point to this is like, when do the Titans, like who are the three players that you're looping? Cause the Titans play in the last game and the Roosters don't play at all. Right. So what you do is you set your loop up with your guy who plays you know, but you should be able to manufacture something, surely. But if you can't, you set your loop up with your guy who plays first and, like, just set, like, a massively, insanely high bar, like, let's say 70 points or something like that. And if that edge hits the 70, then you pull the trigger on that trade. If they get, like, 52, don't bother, is probably mm. the way that I'd attack it. Yeah, like it has to be it, yeah. has to be a good score to be worth the risk. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, all right, Rob, Darren wants to know, in terms of, uh, I, I guess this question's for both of us, uh, for everyone. Um, Darren wants to know, in terms of the run to the head-to-head finals, how many mid-slash-edges would you ideally have? Um, is it like Debellin, Horse? Well, not who, but like how many? Like how, how many of them would you... Of is it stands? like... Is it five and then Hopgood on the bench? Is, yeah. Are we talking about mids or edges or both? Both. He wants to, obviously you've got to have three starters and two, uh, st- like you know, and two starting edges. So I guess how many, how much of your bench needs to be occupied by mids and edges extra? I ideally yeah. want to just have oh, maybe Isaiah Yo, but ideally I just want to have Hopgood on the bench covering both, and then have like Cleary. 
Cherry. Uh, maybe there's room for another mid, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think you probably want one hooker, one half, one dual wing fullback, but the dual wing fullback center should be in your like bottom in your emergency somewhere and then like the best players that you can squeeze in outside of that with ideally one jewel which hopgood fits perfectly so yeah like uh, like i mean you probably want you know just while we're here you know debellin haas yo horsbra pick three at least and then fafida and one of bateman papali'i nikara and then, you know, one to two of any of those others, Harry Grant and maybe Damian Cook or Reese Robson or both, and then Cleary, Hines and Cherry Evans or something like that would be like in an ideal or Sean Johnson. Like like that's probably what you're looking for, you know, some sort of combination of that. Um, keeping in mind the more players like Torhu Harris that you have or whatever, like Torhu Harris is going to have a buy at some point, like I think it's around 22 or something like that. Um, Jack DeBellin's got to buy in 20. Hawes got to buy in 20. Demi Cook's got to buy in 20. Reese Robson, if you got him, he's got to buy in 24 or 25 or whatever the hell it is. Um, if you're carrying Scott Drinkwater, he's going to have a buy. Chance is going to have a buy. You know, so you need to have like decent depth through that. And that's where like the article I'm writing at the moment is – guys who have finished their buys after this week or, you know, the couple of guns who are available this week to target um, as being players like, you know, if you've got a choice between those guys going that route. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, I guess, like, Edge is a position that's been my most settled the entire year. Like, I started the year with Frizzell and Fafita and they're still in my side. I think I've only got about three or four players from my starting um, 21 it's still on my side and my two edges are, are two of them so yeah it's uh, been the most set position for me um, mm. alright alright what do we got here uh, Rob Stan the can man he's back um, he's got seven trades 313k in the bank he wants to know who do I upgrade slash cash out from uh, what is that that's Billy Smith Damian Cook Lemuelu and Talau, he needs a centre or a wink fullback to have a full 13 this week. Um, well, I, I don't think we're trading Lemuelu or Talau since they're playing. Yeah, Talau's playing. Don't do that. The answer, is the answer just Billy Smith? Yeah, you can cash out Billy Smith to anyone, I think, or upgrade them. Yeah. Uh, you probably, Can you get Billy Smith up to anyone good? Probably not. So maybe just... He's got 313k in the bank. He's got 313k in the bank. So, yeah, you can get him anyone good. Oh, how, like, how much is Billy though? Like four twenty or something. Oh yeah. So yeah, maybe you can get like a Bateman or something. Yeah, four thirty-two. Yeah. Well, he needs a center or a wing fullback. I, I think the answer is just Billy Smith down to Munro and yeah, use that money next week. Yeah. Very good. Um, all right, Dale. He's back. He wants to know, Ryan, who wins in a fight? Jared Warrior Hargraves, the reigning champion, up against uh, Cowboys juggernaut member Griffin Neem. <laughs> um, oh, mate, the young Bark Griffin name, another Kiwi too. Um, oh, mate, I, I feel like the experience of Jared might get him over the line here. Two Kiwis. Come on now. Come on now. 
Oh, I don't know, mate. It's, it's great. Where's he born here? Where's was it? Grey Greymouth. Greymouth. Yeah, Greymouth. Where's that? On the Rob- west coast of the South Island. It's pretty. It's pretty like a mining kind of town. It's pretty. Rough, oh, mate. Okay, that's Griffin. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fight yeah. Griffin. Either. That's the Kiwi yeah. equivalent of like Mount Isa or something. He's, I think he's seen Mount some. Isa. Griffin name has seen some hard hard times, mate. He's yeah, he's getting the dub. No worries there. Yeah, Griffin name Cowboys juggernaut rolls on. Love that. <laughs> um, all right, Mark. Uh, Kyra wants to know our thoughts on Buller. Well, we sort of touched on that. He, he says he doesn't need this score this week as I'm head to head, but he's sort of worried about the price drop. Should he get Brendan Hands? So would you do Buller to Hands? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. If he, if that's the position that you need. Probably more inclined oh. to go down the, the, the Munro route, I think, but depends what you're looking for. Hmm. Well, he's head-to-head, so he doesn't need any scores this week. He's, I think he's just trying to avoid the price drop. Yeah, but, I mean, at that time, do you not maximise the amount of cash you got in the bank? I mean, what's yeah, hands now? He's, he's 100K more than Munro, and, you know, mm. there's no guarantee he averages more. True, true, true. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Scoop Dust Footy, he's back. He wants to know, he says, my side needs help staying ahead of Rob with his frightening eight trades left. Um, <laughs> des- <laughs> deciding deciding whether to play Maddo if he's 5'8 again or IPAP watching Nico Hines kick goals all day, tending towards IPAP. Rob, mate, help, help Scoop out here so he doesn't beat you. Um, Scoop. Who are you, you, mate? Am I up against you? you? No, Scoop is uh, Jamie Brown's co-host on his podcast. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Because I'm I'm still seventh in that league somehow, and I'm like 300th. It's it's gotten getting really good that league. Um, (laughs) what was it, Papali'i or Madison? Madison. Which which one are you leaving out? Which one are you playing? I just don't like Meadow at, uh, in the halves, eh? I just can't get around that. There's just not enough upside. Mm. Yeah. Feels like an easy decision to go IPAT. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mark, uh, Paul Felix here from the, from the Facebook group. Um, he had a full 13 before the Origin team lists, uh, and then he got hit with Gutherson and Brimson. Oh, rip. <laughs> it's brutal. Um, so he's got... Ponga, Penasini, Manu, Drinkwater, Buller, and Alamotti. Is it worth trading someone or just take the L? He's got six trades, 222K in the bank. Oh, yeah. Send some trades, brother. Yeah, would you, who would you get rid of there? Alamotti is obviously oh, an Alamotti's easy one. Alamotti's the easy one. Alamotti to yeah. Munro seems like the easy choice. Free up 120K and then, yeah, I don't know. what. There was too many names there for me. I lost track of them all. That's all right. Alamotti to Munro. Felix, we'll see you in the group, mate. All right, let's bring it home. Um, so I've got a couple of fun ones to end. Uh, one one last technical one. Clayton here, he says, Hi, guys. As a head-to-head player in finals contention, he's got a whopping nine trades left. Um, oh, sorry, that's including the eight next week. So he's only got one trade plus the eight next week. Um, he wants to know, do we look to trades for uh, quality fantasy assets of those that you uh, – don't have buys during the finals round. So avoiding guys, quality guys that don't have buys from, say, round 22 onwards. Um, as you run the risk of either one of uh, holding, holding on an expensive asset. Hmm, what's, what's he asking? Or so what he's asking is, 
should we be attacking players who don't have a buy in the final eight, like eight rounds? Yeah. So he, he yeah, because he says the main reason is I want to get Haas in, but I don't know if it's a trade out if I make it to round twenty five, thereby wasting twenty five percent of my extra trades, or do I just live dangerously? Yeah, I, I think with a premium asset like Haas, he's fine to, to buy. But when you're choosing between Haas and Fafita or Yo, both of which will not have a buy, that then you choose you use that to make the decision, if that makes sense. Yeah, spot on. All right, we've got two left. We've got Homebrew Dan to finish, and we've got CJ. So I'll start with CJ. He's got one question for each of us here. Um, okay. <laughs> interesting questions. Um, Rob, we'll start with you, mate. Rob, he wants to know, since you have the most trades left out of anyone playing fantasy, um, which player do you miss... <laughs> Which player did you miss that you wish you had traded in? Oh, um, that's a good question. Maybe like Harry Grant. Surely Zach Hosking. No, I don't miss Harry Hosking. I was talking to Ryan about this. I think I made up with it by getting like Cody Nicarima and like making Mm. cash other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I ran, I ran Preston the whole time. I don't think he was like materially worse than Hosking either. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, really, if you bought Hosking after the '94, he only made what like 160k. That's not that much worse than any other cash cow. Uh, all right, Mark. His question for you is: Who has been your favorite purchase this year? Sean Johnson, 606K in round three. Oh, that's yeah, that's one. nice. I got him in round four, and it's still such a fill-up. So well done getting yeah. him in round three. Yeah. yeah, Sean Johnson, 606K in round three was absolutely just chef's kiss. Yeah, you can't beat um, that. Yeah, no, that was pretty – Get getting on pretty early on Jareem Buller and, and Corey Horsburgh also uh, good. Ooh. And Scott Drinkwater at 514K, special mention to him. Yeah. Shout out, Scotty. Um, and his question for me, he says, hypothetical, Ryan has a three-day bender scheduled for his stag do in Colombia with Joey, Cheese, Munster, and Freddie tagging along. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know, who lasts the longest? And then in brackets, I said, I know it's a trick question. We all know it's Freddie, judging by his selections. Um and who is the first to tap out? With that crew, I think it's me. I think I'm the first to tap out. <laughs> I don't think I can keep up with that. Joey, Money, Freddie and Cheese. Bloody hell. You know, back in the day. Yeah, that's... Of, uh... yeah. yeah. Some of those, like, Do, those can... Kentucky Australia kangaroo tours. <laughs> yeah. Can you, be, can you be grounding yourself walking around on the grass with no shoes on while eyeballs deep in cocaine at the same time? <laughs> Oh, dear. does it, it, it take away? It's like it's like a yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, mate. I'll let you know next week. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> homebrew Dan, finish it off with homebrew Dan. Uh, first, his fantasy question. He's got Mazu, Bulla, and Ponga for head to head. Would you consider getting Trell or Drinky for the run home? Uh, I mean, obviously the. The the upgrade there potentially is Marjuda Latrell, but I, I I don't think it's a right. I think I'm happy. Oh, Buller, sorry, um, Buller to 
Latrell or Drinkwater, I think, is a, a pretty significant upgrade. But mm-hmm. it's 200K to go from Bullet to Drinkwater now. Yeah. True. I'd be more True. inclined to be targeting Tedesco at 650K, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, and you also, uh, Mark, mate, you like your beers. What's the best IPA in Australia? Um, I don't drink IPAs, mate. I drink Great Northern. Oh, Queenslander through and through. Um, I don't even know what IPA. I don't even know how to spell IPA. (laughs) (laughs) I only know how to spell four X's and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't mind a bit of bolter, a bit of bolter action. Um, And we'll finish off uh, biggest pest. Rob, who was your biggest pest of the weekend? Mm. Uh, Ashley Klein, maybe. Just didn't call any, didn't call any bloody um, ruck infringements, and it just—I felt like it just slowed the game down so much. Uh, Sinbin, your boy, Adam too. Sinbin, my boy. Yeah, it was no good. It was a no good. Uh, yeah, it was not. It was mostly the Warriors' fault, but I'll give it to Ash. <laughs> Mark, mate, biggest pest. Oh man, biggest pest of the week. That's a hard one. Um, it's probably uh, our good friend of the show, Tyson, who's organising Ryan's uh, Bucks night and or Bucks weekend, and has called me many times for coordination. He's the uh, <laughs> he's the best of the week. He's yeah, the best for, for any because I know Tyson's not going to listen to this, uh, but he uh, yeah, he, he God love Tyson. We all love him. He loves a, like, phone call where there's 30 seconds of things he needs to talk to you about and 20 minutes of idle chatter that he feels he needs to get through before he asks you the question that he actually wants to ask you. <laughs> and when when you're trying to actually facilitate something with him, it's uh, we've had a number of conversations this week, uh, but no, love it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Tyson, biggest pest of the week, and no doubt to be the biggest pest of ne- next week post Bucks as well. Absolutely. And uh, I'll go with uh, Stuart Broad, my biggest pest of the week. Absolute sook. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. We'll put the whole England team, I think, on the and, <laughs> yeah. and, and Bears as well. Yeah. Shout and, out to all of the all of the members in the section. Oh, and, all uh, the all the Tories in the long room. Yeah. Yeah. And um and what and Thomas, if he's still listening. Oh, <laughs> Shout Tom. out to Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Cool. All right, boys. That's good, Sash. I think we gave out all correct answers except for the the, the uh, answers that we gave Seifs to his question. So, <laughs> it's gave, good. Him the, gave him the yep. crap ones. Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. Any closing uh, thoughts or um, you know ideas, questions, Rob? What are you? Are you got any big plans for the weekend, mate? Nah, nah. It's just pretty trash weather here, eh? In in, in Auckland. Mm. Um, it's just good. Look, sitting by the phone waiting for Bucks party updates. Mm, it would be nice. Um, what's the line on uh, nude images of Ryan that comes through the group chat over the weekend? <laughs> uh, 3.5 maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the over. Yeah. 50 on the over. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> no, I've scared him. Look at it. Look at me go. It's worked. No. Um Thank you very much for joining into the podcast tonight. I hope you enjoyed uh, what should be, because it's only five games, should have been 20 minutes, but instead has been another monster podcast. It's been a pleasure creating it for you. 
keep an eye on the socials for the article that I'm going to drop at some point in the next, you know, from now until the end of the season once I finish it. Um, for uh, buys for the run home, uh, get on the uh, the DMs if you have any more questions. Enjoy your weekend of footy, ELE, and we'll see you on Sunday. Love you guys.